Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heroin. This is Katie Lee, and I am joined by four other super awesome people today, and we are here to talk to you guys about Metal Gear and all of the crazy ridiculousness that the series encompasses. Um, I am joined by my husband, Ryan. Hi there. Get closer to the mic. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm joined by three other lovely fellows that you might have heard already if you listened to Amanda's podcast that was out earlier this week. Um, I'll go ahead and le- go ahead and let you guys introduce yourselves. Okay, well, uh, I'll go first. I'm Ryan Ike. I'm a sound designer and um, composer for indie games, uh, stuff like Gunpoint, Frog Fractions 2, things like that. And I am uh, super duper stoked about Metal Gear, so... This podcast is going to get ridiculous because I'm going to do David Hayter at every opportunity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Hey, everyone. <laughs> uh, my name is Akash, and I am also a composer and sound designer for video games. Surprise, surprise. And I'm working on Hyperlight Drifter currently, and also work as a <laughs> professor teaching people how to do this for a living. And like Ryan, I am the most insane Metal Gear nerd, so I can't wait to drop Alaskan field mice knowledge on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. My name is uh, Jacob Purnell, and I am also a composer and sound designer for video games, uh, currently working on a handful of projects, including Close Castles, Last Life, and Turbo Cats. Um, And... uh, yeah, you guys, the video is not on, but um, I'm inside a cardboard box right now just to get in the spirit of Metal Gear. So <laughs> You're podcasting live yeah. from a remote Alaskan facility. Uh, pod- <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so I guess before we really get started, I'm going to give you uh, my standard disclaimer. If you are listening to this and for some reason you have, you know, qualms about hearing spoilers for like a 15 year old game then you're like probably an idiot and you should go play it instead of listening to us but um, yeah (laughs) but otherwise uh we're pretty much going to talk about everything everything is fair game including ground zeros and everything we know about phantom pain so if you haven't played ground zeros or you don't want to know anything about phantom pain probably also don't listen or fast forward when you hear us starting to talk about it so I think the first thing we could do is kind of go over, uh, well, what probably won't be brief, but a brief for Metal Gear timeline. Uh, <laughs> uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go through it in uh, chronological order because trying to make sense of Oh my God, it... good luck. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is going to be a if, shit show. I if... can't wait. Well, conveniently, uh, who is this person? Uh, Audio Rejects on Reddit conveniently spent five weeks writing out a chronological timeline, which I am pulling from. He's he's probably a crazy person. Like, I know I should have gotten him on this podcast. Screw you guys. Did he post this, or did they just find like a leather bound like pile of manuscripts in a room like covered (laughs) with like headshots of Hideo Kojima? And just like crazy shit scrawl on the walls with lipstick. Like, in what manner did I you mean, maybe this? both. Maybe both. <laughs> this, this guy is clearly the hero we deserve. <laughs> um, so I guess the. I guess technically we start at um, Metal Gear 3. 
with uh, Operation Snake Eater. Snake Eater. <laughs> yeah, so um, basically, like, prior to this, the boss, which is, this is going to get confusing. Oh, my God. Uh, I know. Uh, the boss is uh, a badass lady who trained with uh, Naked Snake, as we will call him right now for a few years before um before the events of metal gear 3 she had basically to sum it up kind of defected and betrayed uh, the organization that she was with and the u.s government so naked snake's mission when you start the game is to go basically kill the boss to sum up the whole game in a very very (laughs) short sentence i guess um and uh, there is uh, the big twist at the end where you discover that the boss was actually loyal to the U.S. the whole time and was actually working undercover. Surprise, surprise. And it's super sad. It's so sad. Yeah. Saddest ending other than Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, like, she went down, like, she didn't even get, like, the credit as being like, oh, she was working for us the whole time. Like, she's despised. Like it's still, true. No, like, yep. no one fuck Clementine. Snake. I don't give a shit about her story. <laughs> like, she got herself into this, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. This is off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is, it's all downhill well, from here. Guys, we're in, we're in like one year, so we have like 70 more to go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like one afternoon of the Metal Gear universe yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so next, the, the game chronologically that would be next was Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops, which Ryan and I actually never – my Ryan, my husband. No, this is going to get confusing too. God, too much. Okay. Uh, we never actually played Portable Ops. I don't know if you guys did. Nobody cares about Portable Ops. That's kind of it's, the impression I it's got. It's pretty true. I played it and I don't care about it. Okay. Yeah. There, there you go. I mean, I think I think the the summation of the game is that Foxhound was created, and that's pretty much all that's important. Right. Is from what I'm gathering. That's that's yeah. yeah. Big boss think... gets hurt. And it, yeah, he gets hurt. Like, yeah, portable yeah. Ops and Acid are kind of like the bastard children of this series that. Nobody gives a shit about. Acid's the mm-hmm. best. Acid's awesome. I will say this at the end of the podcast. Acid is amazing. Acid 2 is even better. Akash has a knife in his teeth right now. Look up. <laughs> Ready his to CQC. Are... Yeah. Remember the basics of CQC. <laughs> Always will. God. He's got them tattooed oh. just running down his arms. So. <laughs> Let's see, and then we have Peace Walker, which uh, big big boss. Oh, by the way, big boss is the new name for Naked Snake, just to make things more confusing. Oh, of course. Yeah, um, he and his new like military renegade or renegade like badass group, I guess, are asked to save Costa Rica from a military that has taken over the country, and um, it. It basically there's a um, like an AI that was based on the boss, I guess. <laughs> you know, in the seventies. So in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. So, 
he basically kind of he discovers all that um nuclear war is stopped because of course it did um and then eventually his group and the peace walker developers build their own metal gear because apparently you can also do that in 1974 oh yeah so yeah so then after that is where ground zeroes takes place which basically is just the rescue of Paz and what's that other kid's name? Chico. Do you remember? Chico. Chico. Chico and that's basically it. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that was about like a whole half hour of gameplay for thirty dollars. So it was, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's not talk about that disappointment. <laughs> I and I watched a let's play together. It was a fun date. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we were sharing the same sleeping bag at the time. It got real intimate. Wow. <laughs> That is probably all you needed to know of that game. Probably don't buy that and play that. Um, I mean, I guess the gameplay was fun, and I'm sure the gameplay is going to be the exact same in Phantom in Phantom Pain, but, I mean, you could probably just wait for Phantom Pain and play that. But did Ground Zeroes have, like, a lot of side missions and stuff that you could kind of, you know, pad out your experience a little bit? Like, I never played it. I've only seen a Let's Play of it. Like, a little? None of them are great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that about sums it up. <laughs> um, I guess Phantom Pain, obviously we don't know all the story details since that's not out yet, but um, basically out uh, soon. Next soon. year. Like, no, I think it's this year, actually. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. We're looking at a computer. We should. Uh... Yeah, let's just let's just find that out. Yes. Like, right I'll, now. Always be right? fact-checking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it is. It is next year. All right, Never you mind. owe me seventy dollars as per the agreement. <laughs> Fuck, the contract is ironclad. <laughs> uh, okay, so twenty fifteen it comes out, but um, I think the storyline is supposedly um, boss escaping or big boss escaping from the facility that he was kept in after he was in a coma for the nine years between ground zeros and phantom pain and revolver ocelot helps him escape and that's really all we know akash and i are both in the camp of like desperate like fevered conspiracy theory crackpots who are hoping that david Hayter is going to come back in some form in this game like a solid snake to kill you <laughs> from the future the, the, time <laughs> the timeline is right the timeline is right <laughs> I mean, you're consulting of. like a huge like fold out chart that you made yourself right now the timeline says yeah i'm just picturing like a big encyclopedia and you have to like flip through the dates it's all on my kindle it runs out of battery before i get to the end but <laughs> um well all right so then after phantom pain and before metal gear and to get even more confusing, if you guys haven't played the series and you're listening to this, we're talking about the game Metal Gear and not the game Metal Gear Solid, which is really confusing. Um, I don't see what's so confusing about it. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything. <laughs> any, any idiot can just piece the series together. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> get with it. Uh, well, so uh, not much happened, really, I guess, in between that and Metal Gear. It looks like Solid Snake in the Gulf War for the U.S. Liquid Snake was captured in Iraq. Uh, Big Boss in 91 took control of Foxhound. Um, and the U.S. doesn't know that Big Boss also controls Outer Heaven, which is what leads us to Metal Gear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, they send Foxhound in to destroy 
the Metal Gear that the U.S. government finds out is being built in Outer Heaven, not realizing that obviously the leader of Foxhound is the guy that's building it. <laughs> I mean, this all sounds pretty reasonable when you just lay it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally plausible, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so then, of course, Big Boss sends in Solid Snake because that makes sense. Um, and thinking that like i don't know that solid snake is like a fuck up or something because your own clone son in quotation marks is apparently like gonna be terrible at his job when you were so good at yours um and then is somehow surprised that solid snake (laughs) succeeds in his mission (laughs) and uh big boss then is presumed dead and roy campbell whoever that is i don't even remember was placed in command of foxhound that's the colonel yeah Oh yeah, the guy Colonel he's Campbell. Had many, like fireside chats with throughout the entire series. Yeah, yeah. Age he hasn't tells you lots of you really down. important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> one, one bit. So then we have uh, Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. Uh, there, there's a lot with this. <laughs> this <laughs> game is the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically. There's some fighting between all of the snakes of of a variety. And uh, Roy Campbell leaves Foxhound, and then Liquid Snake joins Foxhound and eventually becomes its leader. And Dr. Naomi Hunter perfects the virus Fox Die, which is probably the only real important thing that happens in that game, to be honest. Uh So now that brings us to Metal Gear Solid, which is set in 2005. And the Shadow Moses incident. So, uh, well, Ryan, you just played through uh, Metal Gear Solid One. Sure you want to give us? A... Oh, we're best friends, <laughs> you and me. Oh man, yeah. So I've uh... give us a little overview of Metal yes. Gear Solid, because honestly, like, I mean, All right, kids, that's the start of the Solid fire. series. Now it's important that we talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So I just played this one for the uh, nth time uh, about a month ago, a couple weeks ago, right? Soon recently yeah a couple weeks ago so so uh our intrepid hero the poor bastard solid snake uh sent into another another doomed one-man army mission um because some shit's gone down at a facility offshore yes and uh we all know how that's going to turn out uh so he gets in there shit goes down um it's actually pretty cool um I think it's my favorite game, actually, of mm-hmm. of the whole fucking series, because you meet Ocelot and uh, and yeah. he's and Meryl. Well, we'll get to Meryl later. She's a she's an issue. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> call her so a Snake treat. Gets in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Foxhound is this terrorist organization. They've taken control of this facility. They're threat. Yeah, they're threatening the U.S. with a, a nuclear strike uh, because they want the remains of Big Boss. Um, Solid Snake uh, is sent in with his bandana. Um, yes. Because he, he's going to... Infinite he's ammo. Lo- Infinite <laughs> ammo, right. Uh. <laughs> That's Metal Gear Solid 2. Let's not go confusing right. our audience. No, no, no. No, it's in there. No, I thought it was no, in 2. No, it's in 2. He says Infinite Ammo in 2, but he gets Infinite Ammo. Oh, my God. This is like a door fight. This is the best day of my life. This is the best day of my life. So he's he's sent in there to rescue the the uh, DARPA chief, 
and the arms tech president. And he fucks uh, it up so bad. He, he just fucking drops the ball. <laughs> he, uh, he had one job, or two jobs, and he fucked them both up. Um, back to back. It was, it was heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> so so he, he gets in there. Both those guys die. The plan constantly, it constantly changes. And... Um, <laughs> He uh, he ends up having a, a showdown with uh, Liquid uh, at the very end. Uh, you find out Liquid and uh, Solid are clones of Big Boss. Uh, there's some disagreement as to who has the dominant and recessive genes. Um, and uh, <coughs> right, and we end up with one of the one of the most frustrating fright uh, fights on top of Metal Gear Rex. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a frustrating fright. Like the like sweaty, like shirtless punch punch kickathon that you. Oh god, <laughs> it is pretty yeah. spooky. <laughs> yeah, and li- Liquid can somehow like bull rush half across the you know, at light speed across the top of this thing and knock you off. Um, He's trained in CQC, Ryan. I mean. I mean, like <laughs> he doesn't. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you understand the intricacies of close quarters combat. I feel like I, don't. I feel like the fuming. martial art. I don't. I uh, I don't remember the basics of CQC. Damn it. The boss would be disappointed. <laughs> I try to remember the basics of CQC. Press circle. And then you press circle. <laughs> and then you press a direction with circle. <laughs> and then square. Correct. Uh, so anyway, you end up, uh, quote unquote, killing Liquid. It's all over. The game's over. You ride off into the sunset with Otacon uh, or Meryl, depending on uh, how things went for you in the torture chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, that pretty much takes us to the end of Metal Gear Solid, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Metal Gear Solid 2. The bastard child. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm playing through this right now. Us too. And it's, <laughs> I mean, it's maybe, it's, it's maybe six times as crazy as I thought it was. Like, I was like, how bad could it really have been? Like, come on. And then I get to it. And I'm like, no, there's a fat guy on rollerblades with a daiquiri and he's putting balls up. Yeah, this man, is, so... this is like spot on what I remember. <laughs> Never mind. We also killed him with claymores. Fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the bomb maker with other bombs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So I guess the summation of two is that. Um, so, well, like, okay, there's the part one where you are playing as Solid Snake. So you discover a tanker that's transporting a Metal Gear. You board the ship, you try to destroy it. It's hijacked by Ocelot, and then he steals the Metal Gear, and Snake is actually accused of stealing it, though, because he's, surprise, surprise, been framed and goes into hiding. Dun, dun, dun. And then, uh, you suddenly play as... Uh, riding for the rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was um, actually thrilled. I actually really like Raiden. I think I'm the one. Yeah. You are. That awesome I, I like aerial Raiden. jump. Yeah, he's yeah. got that bitching cartwheel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some really awesome free flowing hair. I, I, I like Raiden. It can't be contained by bandanas. That's true. Uh, he's got a great, incredibly believable relationship with his girlfriend. Yeah, they have really intimate conversations. They actually make sure to detail it for you all the time in very inappropriate situations. There's nothing on your walls, Ryan, as you're fighting the president with two katanas. You're so boring. Yeah, that, uh, oof. I mean, like, do you remember what today is? Like, well, there's missiles, like, flying by my head right now. Like, could you... 
<laughs> but I what? totally remember that. I'm clinging for my life from the bottom of this oil rig. Could we maybe save this? Table <laughs> this shit for like one more day. Rose has like I was talking to Ryan earlier, and I was saying that Rose has literally like the most insane memory of any person ever. I swear she remembers the most random shit all the time, and then immediately has to talk to Ryan about it. I have a theory that she's just Hideo Kojima's like take on what Metal Gear fans are like. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe. That's surprisingly. Huh. huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Oh boy. That's pretty accurate. So I also want to point out that uh, this was my introduction to the series, which is maybe the, this is the worst game you could possibly start playing Metal oh Gear Solid on. That's kind of confusing. I had. <laughs> I mean, like, I, the part where you actually play, I'm like, hey, look, it's Solid Snake. That's the guy everybody talks about, right? That's the guy from this series. And then as soon as he disappeared, I was like, okay, I am seriously fucked. Like, I had no clue what was going on. Like, there was a lady with hairy pits, and then there's a guy who was another guy living in his arm, and there's a big robot with, like, a water laser. And, like, and then that was the first, like, 20 minutes of the game. And now I'm this guy with, like, an amazing, like, bulge and a skeleton suit, and he's cartwheeling everywhere. I'm like, this is over for me. I'm in love with this series, I think. I think I'm in love right now. I mean, I think that's, like, the summation of the whole game, though. That's pretty much it. Bulges and cartwheels. <laughs> that's, I, I mean, it's, that's the theme. It I should mean, say like, that instead of tactical espionage action underneath the title. Yeah. <laughs> Bulges and cartwheels. <laughs> that's basically what Metal Gear Rising is, right? Oh. I mean, yeah. You're oh, naked in two as Ryan. We can talk about like, that later. If Yeah, if you guys want to get into that, Jacob is, like, your envoy into that game because... <laughs> he played it at my house for like six and a half hours when we were all supposed to be working and it's like his favorite thing now so good <laughs> yeah rising is amazing it's so yeah. yeah in this in this game he gets uh he gets sent in to this big shell facility um and he thinks that he's going to like rescue hostages that are being held by a terrorist group whose leader claims to be solid snake which we <laughs> all know is not solid snake because apparently Solid Snake's dead body was verified with DNA that would have actually verified that it was not Snake if if, if, if this was real. Let's not let's not because they don't to that. have the same genetic like. Let's do it. Yeah, they don't. We won't get into that. So um, so anyway, eventually you you meet Solid Snake and now he's like your your homie on the big shell and you don't get to play as him but you get to like talk to him all the time and wish you were playing as him no it's not it's jg pliskin yeah and, oh, yes oh, that's right it's that's actually right. pliskin lieutenant jg who <laughs> right. is a kick-ass escape from new york reference which hideo kojima is yes. in love with and based entire character yeah, yeah. on yep yep uh and then so eventually you realize actually big shell is one giant metal gear because of course because of is. fucking course it is <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and then uh i don't there's some like crazy virus that happens which is hilarious with colonel campbell he needs those oh. scissors really bad you guys <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta have them honestly though haven't you been playing long enough <laughs> <laughs> turn off the game console now right <laughs> that's seriously getting no joke though that scared the shit out of me when i was a kid like, I think I first played this game when I was like face. 14 and I lost my goddamn mind when that happened. <laughs> I thought it was legitimately game over when you're in that area at the very, very end with Snake and you're running around and like the fake mission failed screen pops up. Yeah. Like, Fission mailed. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck it. I better just turn the fucking thing off now. I'm just done. <laughs> I was so pissed. That'd be so good if you stopped there and then you just went on to three. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you got Kojima'd. Hardcore. <laughs> oh, boy. Jesus. So, uh, anyway, Raiden kills Solidus. Uh, Ocelot sees Solidus get killed. Oh, because uh, Solidus was Solid Snake. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, he flees with the last Metal Gear. Can we also and then... just real briefly talk about the fact that Solidus is the president of the United States? Yeah, because that's, that's fucking like, no rad. <laughs> Dual katana wielding. I'd vote Dual for Dual katana re- wielding. <laughs> yep. Crazy Dr. Octopus tube suit having exactly. president of the United States. As you do. Right. What's his platform? Uh, Nukes for everybody. Like I don't know. Like he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's probably it. Probably healthcare. <laughs> yeah. He's real big into genetic science. I know that. <laughs> oh god. All right. So then we have Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots, and I don't. I mean, I feel like the best way to sum this up is, uh, Ocelot gets possessed by an arm. Yeah. Because that can happen. Oh yeah. And then, and you snake is old and like i feel like that pretty much actually just sums up the entire game you also forgot about the crazy double like leg having like mechs that move like cows and and oh yeah and they move and they like pee (laughs) they're so great (laughs) they ink they do ink (laughs) yeah they squat and they ink what's up with that also akash's favorite long con of the whole series occurs in this game oh my god all right all right enlighten us okay okay all right Scene. Hey man, we're ready. Here we go. <laughs> Ryan, both Ryans, you'll appreciate this because you played Metal Gear Solid One recently. Okay, scene. Solid Snake has been tortured by Revolver Ocelot. He is being held captive in his prison cell by an incompetent guard who needs to poop real bad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He holds his yeah. butt when he runs, as you do when you need to poop really bad. Gotta right. keep it in there. Got it. It's the only way. It's like when you're throwing up, you put your hands over your mouth, but it still like squirts everywhere through the fingers, and then it gets on the lights and yeah. The ceiling. Yeah, we get yeah, it. Everyone oh, knows. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're, that's, yeah, we're that's, hip to that. That's every Tuesday for most of yeah. us. Um, so anyway. Taco, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so anyway. That's, that's fourth meal. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, this this character, if you go back, I played the original recently. If you go back and read the credits for the voice actors, you'll see that that guy is not really referenced. You don't see who he plays, but it just says Johnny Sazaki and gives the voice actor name. That's it. You don't see it. It goes by super fast. In Metal Gear Solid 4, Johnny Sazaki shows up as a main character in Meryl's squad. Yes. yes. What? Right. It took him hey, 15 years. To resolve this, then he marries Mary. I, I to resolve a poop joke. Like the yeah. voice actor is the same. It is the but dude, same voice actor. You know That's that amazing. he's in Metal Gear. He's in uh, Sons of Liberty too, right? You know that? No, dude. Okay, you're killing oh, me. Oh my right god. Now. Oh my yeah, god. No. All right, <laughs> gentlemen. Scene. <laughs> you. All right. Picture yourself. You're riding. No. You, 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 <laughs> I, I know you don't. Please, please don't make me do this. I'm so happy. This. Just, just shut up and be riding for a minute. All right. Listen. You're down. You're looking for Ames, right? Because you're trying to locate the president. You're in the special camo. You're in the core. 
you're down there looking for aim, shit goes down, you get the directional microphone. You have the choice of listening to King and Ocelot talk, but if you turn to the right <laughs> through the wall, you can hear a guy shitting his <laughs> pants off in a bathroom somewhere that you can't see, and it's the same guy. Um, I swear to God, go back and play it right now. I'm going to have this podcast to go confront this. Like, yeah, we're going to have to pause. I also, I hope you all realize that Johnny Sasaki's effing hot. Uh, yeah, he's a handsome he's a guy. Very yeah. handsome he's, man. He's good looking. It's it's not in any way, you know, uh, lessened by the fact that his bowels are just like a loose like, like a no, like yeah. a balloon that you stretched out way too much when you were trying to like throw water balloons at your buddies and you didn't end up using it. Like, yeah, that's his anus. His anus does nothing. Okay. It might as well but not like, be he, there. You know, he's a handsome man. That's not detracted. You know, from by his IBS. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you know. There's, you know, there's, there's prescription medications that he's I'm, clearly not taking, but that he could be taking for that. You know? Wait, guys, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. So I was, oh, we go stop. Sorry, cats are fighting. Um, So I was, I couldn't figure out how to spell Johnny's last name and I wanted to see what he looked like. So I literally just typed in Metal Gear Solid Poop Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I have done that, I am so happy because... I found out that Metal Gear Solid Five has horses that poop in real time. Yes, yes they Thank just, God, uh, the finally. <laughs> the E3 demo had them pooping in real time, and no one called attention to it. But everyone kind of like <laughs> narrowed their eyes a little bit and leaned back, but then pretended that their lives were okay. Now, I think that when you say real clear. time, like how how real like from it, the moment that they eat an apple does it digest in actual like real horse digestive time and then six to seven hours later if you're by that horse they'll take a shit like as as mr kojima's representative i can confirm that yes we <laughs> have developed an entire, an entire digestive system working horse digestive system <laughs> i think i think that was the entire purpose of the new fox engine right <laughs> pretty much like we we had to wait this long for, for horse digestion horse physiology yeah. kojima went up to the guy who was like the lead designer on that and he's like the horses what's up with those and like well look they move really realistically like everything can they shit well <laughs> no they just come back and slapped his horse across the face do it again and like disappeared into his chambers in the cloud of smoke <laughs> yeah through a door that had not been there seconds before oh my god all right well let's last game uh, and I don't, I don't know, Jacob, if you want to talk about Revengeance, since apparently that is your favorite game ever. But uh, yeah, there. Then the last game really is Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, which is set. I don't even know when, like ten years from now, I think. That makes sense technologically. It sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna have like chainsaw-tailed like cyber dogs by then, right? I feel. I mean, I've, yeah, I feel like that's going to be the way that works. I've already replaced my blood with white blood. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but uh, by the yeah, by the so third th playthrough... Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. You first. <laughs> no, really, go ahead. <laughs> What's uh -oh. happening? Okay. I think we might have a cutout. Wait, uh, wait, me? What? I 
feel like we're watching Night at the Roxbury's right now. I, I know. <laughs> he's, he's playing a game with us. We just spoke over him, and now he's just, like, dead silently. He's just like, you, you fuckers are going to take this. <laughs> well, I'm going to battle through this. What I was going to say is, I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but by the third playthrough of uh, Revengeance, the only outfit I wore was the sombrero. <laughs> Why would you wear anything else? Like right, I mean, I mean, I think it's obvious, but I'm very proud of you, Ryan. I'm proud of myself too. <laughs> I played the shit out of that game. It's so fun. I just I love mean, that. Like, basically, they handed this off to Platinum Games, which is currently one of my favorite developers because everything they make is batshit fucking insane, like Bayonetta. <laughs> and they were like, "Here, have Metal Gear. Do what you want to." And they were like, "We're just gonna take all the subtle. You know how Metal Gear is known for its subtlety." We're just gonna we're just gonna take all that. Out. Is it though? <laughs> oh, it's so good. He wears high heels all the time. Uh, he does. His fucking it's holster true. has shoots the goddamn sword into his hand like a yeah. gun. Yeah. Which is fucking incredible. Yeah. Every line of dialogue is solid gold. Solid gold. Yeah. There's no wasted codec speech time. It's just like yeah, none of that bullshit. I like talking to the dog. Me too. A cash friend and I were talking about this earlier, how like the entire Metal Gear series is like, like an anime. But I, I think like uh, seriously, like Revenge like takes the cake for sure. Like that entire game like is the epitome of over-the-top anime ridiculously awesomeness. Like, the music for that game is just ridiculous. Like, oh I, I don't even, I don't even know. It's like, it is my jam. It is, it is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's apparently it's, it's, it's like, it's like super uh, it's Japanese called, metal. <laughs> it's like, but it's like not quite Japanese, but it is like, it's like, yeah. it's got that kind of influenced Japanese metal. It's just so over the top. You're like, like punching and like slicing dudes like 67 times and you like rip out their like blue cyborg spine to like steal yeah. its like power and then Juices. there's like yeah it's just like juice uh cyborg <laughs> essence and then and, and, like this this is like metal track because it's like I just have to tell you I just have to tell you you were just chainsaw tails like sup you're like this is perfect so you were just like cutting out while you were like making that like metal music and actually probably made it sound way cooler oh sweet it was yeah sorry my internet's super choppy right now so sorry I've been kind of quiet it just sounds like we have the creepy Colonel I'm glad my my all you have to do is just pull up some of Colonel Campbell's lines at the end and just start talking. That'll be the intro that's and actually, outro. Yeah. Yeah, here, that's here, actually, here that's all we're going to need from you the rest of the night. Thank you. Okay. No, it's like, right. it's like everything great about anime and none of the bad shit. Like, yeah. Senpai is not going to notice you because he got chopped into like 400,000 different angular, like triangular pieces. It's so ago. much fun. It's so great. Yeah, it's over. So, so the fun part is that the PC version they took off the limit of the amount of chopping you can do, so you can like chop a chopped part like six thousand times, and if your processor can handle it, <laughs> hey, whatever. That's awesome. I'm gonna overclock my fucking computer just so I can do that. Like, it's, if I can <laughs> grind an enemy to the molecular level, like that's the only time when I will feel joy. <laughs> hey, man, you and me both. <laughs> 
So uh, I think some uh, a couple of the things that made Metal Gear famous would be the boss fights and also um, kind of like the how Hideo loves to break the fourth wall uh, and sometimes the combination of the two. But I guess let's start with boss fights. So what are some of your guys' favorite boss fights? And for those that may have not played the game before, um, tell us a little bit about how it worked. Anybody? Okay, uh, I'll go first. Um, this might not be my absolute favorite, but it's just one that pops into my mind. Um, fighting the fear in Snake Eater. Um, because he has this super insane camouflage. Uh, he's nearly impossible to see unless you have uh, thermal goggles, which you may or may not have picked up, depending on how thorough you were in your exploration of other areas. Um, and he has this crossbow, and he can poison you and shit. But my favorite way of beating him in that game, and it was cool because this was the kind of the first game that let you fuck with people um, by just kind of taking your time. I would uh, collect a whole bunch of, of animals and critters early on in the game and let them rot in my backpack. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then I would just litter the fighting field with all these rotten animals, and he would come down to eat to refill his uh, little ener energy bar, and he'd start puking. No right? way. He'd start puking, and I and I just run up and kick the shit out that's of him. And it was amazing. That's dude, incredible. Dude, I know. Dude, it's so cool that they put that you know that option to to do that. Well, that's this one of my favorite games. things about <laughs> this is video games. <laughs> no, the MGS boss battles, like, I think that's why they might be my favorite, like, boss battles, like, taken as a whole, like, in video games, because there's always some kind of crazy, like, yeah, you can shoot at them and do, like, the normal kind of direct attacks, but there's always some crazy, like, insane thing that, like, only, like, a genuine, like, you know, fucking crazy person would figure out how to do, and, like, yeah. it's so fun if you actually stumble across that stuff. Like, I, I did not, I played Snake Eater, like, a dozen times, I've never heard of that. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's totally awesome. I, I don't want to take anybody's thunder if they were going to talk about uh, the end. Oh, that was yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will let you talk about that. Yeah, okay. um, tell us. Yeah. All right, so I, I think the end is, is, I mean, there's so many ridiculously cool boss fights, but the end is probably one of my favorites just because of, like, the way, the different ways you can handle it. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, at some point in the game, I forget exactly when, but uh, the end is, this like old dude in a wheelchair and he um he shows up in one one scene uh but that's not when you actually fight him you like you the boss fight with him is later on in the game but you can if if you choose to in that moment when you first meet him uh is take him out with a sniper shot and like you can yeah. kill him in that cutscene when you first so that's i mean that's what i did when when i first played the game um because my i was playing with my friend he's like dude dude snipe him snipe him I'm like what you can actually kill him now so I took him out, and then I didn't have to do the boss fight later. Um, but I, I haven't done this, but I, I've read about it. Apparently, there's another way you can kill the end without actually fighting him, where yep. if mm -hmm. you do get to the actual boss fight and then, like, save your game and then, like, wait a week or something for yeah. for just, like, actual real-time wait a week and you come back and play the game, then the end has actually died of old age. Yeah. That's so cool. good. Fucking amazing, man. <laughs> Fucking amazing. So good. Which, again, would be an example of a combination of a boss fight and breaking the fourth wall, mm -hmm. which Hideo loves to do. For sure. <laughs> the end um, has one of my favorite boss memories just because I had been fighting him and I had to. I played the game in college originally. I had to go to class or something. So I stopped and I knew about that trick, but I intended to come back and like try to fight him legit. 
And when I entered back into the arena, I saw this kind of flash across the arena for me. And there was like, I was like, I got you, you son of a bitch. And I zoomed in and he had hung his dog tags on a tree, but he wasn't there. Holy and fuck. when I yeah. zoomed back out of my scope, he's sta- like straddling on top of me. And he's like, hey, buddy. What? And he just like tagged me in the back of the head. It was incredible. <laughs> oh, oh, so man. good. <laughs> That's so cool. I, uh... That old guy's got moves. Yeah, he's so quick. I mean, half half the time for me, that fight just devolved into me running up on him, him throwing a flashbang, and me trying to chase him around. It became um, a Benny Hill, like. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Akash, am I gonna steal, am I gonna like steal your boss battle if I talk about like the final fight with Ocelot in MGS4? Uh, no, actually, you go ahead because mine is actually the sorrow because I'm an asshole. And, oh, and, oh man yeah. and love i love fights in jrpgs where you're like supposed to lose so when that happened i'm like that's like the things i like but ryan you go ahead first it's well mine's not as cool it's like i think i'm the only one who loves this one but uh you fight ocelot like at the very end of mgs4 and you know at this point in like the series is like crazy history you guys have been battling each other forever you're both old as fuck um ocelot yeah. also has <laughs> you know liquid snake like in his arm at the time so you're kind of fighting your brother too so like it's just this crazy like boiling point for the series and as you fight ocelot um it kind of takes you through the metal gear solid like chronology so your health bars change to look like mgs1 health bars and then part of the fight they change to look like mgs2 and the music keeps changing to highlight those different games so like at one point you're hearing the mgs2 theme and then you're hearing like the snake eater theme and it's just like i don't know it was i don't know it's kind of hackney but i was like so into it like it was like the boss fight that's built for like Metal Gear dorks like me who are just like, I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know. When the Snake Eater theme started playing during that fight, I actually stood up and started screaming <laughs> at my TV in joy. Like the through the microwave thing when you're crawling to get to him. And then oh, that man. fight, I was standing and just <laughs> mashing buttons, just screaming out of pure joy. <laughs> And if, if for those of you guys listening, if you have not listened to the theme song for Snake Eater, like you oh, should probably awesome. pause this and go listen it's right so now. James Bond, yeah, man. It's so yeah, great. yeah, it really is. <laughs> I had the great honor of playing with the original composer on stage. Um, uh, so cool. cool. And and doing the drum solo for that. But he is a rad guy. When I when I talked to him, I'm like, yeah, I listened to Snake Eater in the shower. He just kind of like bowed gently and was like, <laughs> thank you. I was like, you're the best person in the world. That's awesome. Akash, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> um, so, so mine is a mix of the sorrow and fighting fortune. Um, oh. Because, yeah, again, it's fights that you're kind of like, well, I can't win. So yeah. what? How do I? And that's that's the type of video games I like where, you know, where you can't win. That's video games for me, you guys. Um, and by the way, Ryan, I just checked. It's six minutes of cutscene before the ocelot, li- liquid ocelot fight begins. Um, oh of just them that's beating the surprising. shit out of each other. <laughs> it's super reserved, too, for Kojima. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're not like any cutscene that clocks in under a half an hour. <laughs> Um, so yeah one of my favorites is the sorrow which was in metal gear solid 3 and he was this spirit ghost boss (laughs) anyway uh what he what he did was when snake he falls off a bridge if i remember correctly and gets washed along and gets really hurt real bad and is basically at the edge of death 
Right? Is that how it happens? I don't remember how you enter that fight now that I can't now that I'm thinking about it. I I don't remember how, but I think you I think you walk into the river. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, walking into the river and yeah. he faces you and you're just walking down the straight river, walking ever so slowly, and he's sending the souls of everyone you've killed in the game so far at oh, you. That's right. And if <laughs> and if you went so through good. and just tranquilized everybody, he wouldn't have many people to really send at you. Yeah. Because you didn't actually kill anybody. Right. Um, yeah. and the way to get out of that fight super, super fast is you have this pill that the boss shot into you called the revival pill, and you take it and you you die, but you you live and then win. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well said, man. Well said. You, you, you got to take the revival pill before the time paradox screen appears, and then the game goes on, and then you get the spirit camo in your backpack. Yeah. I, that's how it works. It's video that's... games. <laughs> you know, and of course that... Uh... The, there were certain playthroughs of that game where that boss fight was the hardest for me because I had just slain just everyone that I came across. <laughs> it was just a massacre. The best part is if you use your knife a lot, which is gross even today. It's, oh, it's like a blood gross. sprays everywhere. It is. It's yeah. blood yeah. But like they're, they come at you bleeding from the neck and they're like heads like lolling to the side. Uh, yeah. And oh, it's the best. The neck and, oh. it's, it's, it's the best. So Correct me if so I'm wrong, satisfying. doesn't he even send, like, the ghosts of animals that you've eaten? That yeah, exactly. So, like, scrolls and shit are, like, coming your way as well? <laughs> animals have souls. They do. All dogs do go to heaven, sure. after all. Yeah. Or at least to the Sorrows River. <laughs> you can also win by, I remember, you just, like, That's really eggs. troubling. <laughs> you just duck <laughs> under the river, and then you just wait to die. Just drown. <laughs> well, all right, then. Oh, my God best game <laughs> so so my favorite is probably the stereotypical answer but uh is also i think one of the best examples of like a very unique boss fight especially for the time which would be psycho mantis oh yeah yeah hell yeah yeah i mean uh, just it's the like... first time so i didn't actually play it myself right but i the first time i saw ryan play that fight he had told me like a little bit about it but um he let me like experience most of it for myself and it was crazy like the idea of him being able to like read your memory card and screwing like faking screwing with your tv settings and like keeping you know trying to like switch your controller ports and stuff i mean a lot of it unfortunately is stuff that you couldn't really pull off now which is a joke in metal gear solid 4 uh when you kill what's the psycho it's not Psycho Mantis. What's the other one oh, that you kill him for? I can't remember. Hurt? She has the same kind of... Oh, yeah. She's, she's got the crazy she's little voodoo too, dolls, right? right? Like, she's got the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, after you kill her, like, Psycho Mantis's, I don't know, fucking spirit or something appears. And, uh, it, it, like, there's a kind of, like, a little joke about him trying to screw with you again, but he can't because, you know, you don't have controller ports and memory cards anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, so good. His skill set is very limited. <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 oh, fuck, that boss. That is boss cool. is so yeah. rad. Except for the part, I mean, I don't know, forgive me if I'm jumping ahead, but we're going to get into it later or something, but uh, he puts Meryl into, like, a weird boner trance, like, before the boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, a little bit yeah. troubling. Like, I get it, you're a bad guy, so you would do a creepy thing like this, but it was just like, okay, just can we skip to the part where, like, I'm actually fighting you and not, like, having Meryl, like, lasciviously, like, crawl all over me, because that's what, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. it bugs me a little bit. I also do like how I originally um, 
uh, I'm a monster and I haven't played the original original yet. I've only played the remake on the GameCube. So the games that he would read off my memory card were just really incongruous to like the setting and like tone of this game. Like, <laughs> you like Super Mario Sunshine? <laughs> I guess. It wasn't as good as Mario 64, but you like. It's <laughs> just oh, so incredibly good. like bright, colorful, like <laughs> it was so good. That's so awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, dude. And when he makes you put your controller on the floor and he fucking vibrates that shit. Oh, yeah. So mind-blowing. And when you're in the torture chamber, Naomi's like, I can vibrate your nanomachines. Put this on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's right. And you're that's like, right. this feel, this doesn't feel great, <laughs> Naomi. I'm not. I don't love this. My Naomi. thumb is tired, not my shoulder. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I'm, just, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> and then, and then, like, I guess we're kind of got on the topic of this, but there are so many like silly instances of breaking the fourth wall in this game, which. Oh yeah. I mean, there are other games that break the fourth wall, but like, it's it's become like a r- super ridiculous running joke. Like, I feel like the more like you know, you start with Metal Gear Solid, but then. You break the fourth wall more in two, and then you break it even more in three, and even more in four. Like, it's just the amount. The, that I, they I do swear to God, like insane. the Phantom Pain isn't actually gonna come out on consoles. Like, Kojima's just gonna come out on a stage full of like in an amphitheater with thousands of people <laughs> and point and be like, "It's you," and that's and then oh he'll leave, and then confetti will rain from the scene. We'll be like, "Is this? Are we? Is this it? Are we playing it right now?" Or <laughs> he peels and out in the back. Actually- yeah (laughs) well i will say i can't wait to see what he does because i i don't know if any of you guys have seen any of the pt stuff which is obviously a little off topic but um like one of the ways you can like kind of beat the pt demo is actually by like using audio so like if you have a mic like a headset plugged in or a playstation camera you can like call to the main character who will like then appear and it'll like start triggering like the ending sequence of the game. That's like one of the ways you can Whoa. do it. So that's very Hideo, which so kind of makes me excited to see what they might do in five. He's can best. I tell my worst experience with that fourth wall stuff, which I love by the way, was in the first in Metal Gear Solid, and I don't remember somebody helped me out who it was you had to call, but uh, the colonel's like the like the codec code that you the frequency that you Meryl. call them. Meryl. Yeah, they're calling Meryl for the first time, and he's like the codes on the back of the box. And I was like, the back of what box? And I seriously like went to like every cardboard box in the game and like was looking at these really low res like oh, textures no. in the first person, like what fucking box? And oh my like, gosh, that's so good. My sister, who doesn't even play video games, like walked by and was like, does he mean this? And just pointed to the case. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me right now. Yeah, man. The, so good. The worst part about that thing is it was so unnecessary. Yeah, and what if you what if you don't have the box? You're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, your game ends yeah. here. Sorry, man. Just... Actually, when we were playing it, Ryan doesn't have the box anymore. So I just had to, like, Google it. <laughs> and that, <laughs> so yeah. thanks, internet. Thanks. And that was that weird limbo time where, like, people didn't just, I don't know, I played that in, like, 2003 or four or whenever that came out. And, like, it was, like, yes, people knew Google existed, but you didn't really just Google stuff right out. You kind of went to GameFAQs and you searched through this, like, laborious thing. So it wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. you didn't yeah. have the box. You yeah. weren't just going to go, what's the code of code that I, and, like, type it into Google. Like, you were always going to go on a fucking internet journey. You're going to go on a yep. spirit walk to find that fucking thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. 
and and sometimes like the way that they break the fourth wall is like super cheesy, especially when it comes to like game saves. Oh, I don't. Uh, I mean, Rose, I think, is the big problem yeah. there in two, oh. but because like I save the game, Jack. <laughs> and it's like I do, but I don't want to have a laborious like conversation about our <laughs> relationship afterward. So, Jack, do you remember the last time you saved? <laughs> do you want to talk about it, <laughs> guys? May Ling was all right. She gave you proverbs, and then May afterwards you kind of nodded, and you're like, "Yeah, um, May Ling." Yeah. You know I can't believe I'm getting hit on by the famous solid snake. <laughs> yeah, that was so creepy. She's like, I don't even really know you, but I'm going to have sex with you after this. Isn't like, she... that was the whole implication. Wasn't she like, solid snake did that to everybody. She's like, hey, Naomi, strip search me, baby. Like, no subtlety, just like yeah, an right. effing sledgehammer. Yes. <laughs> solid snake is a blood. He's a sexual sledgehammer. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's the next subtitle for six. Oh, <laughs> you sexual sledgehammer. Oh, no. The Phantom Pain. Tactical, tactical espionage action. <laughs> um, tactical card revealing. <laughs> Another fourth wall thing that I actually liked a lot, but it scared the bejesus out of me, is I, um back in the days when, like, turbo controllers were a thing, so for anybody who's, like, not old as shit, you would press a button on your like third-party <laughs> controller and then pick the button that you wanted that to operate and it would basically like be the same as pressing that button a shit ton of times really fast yeah you know but it would do it for you and so like in the torture scene you need to press a i believe like really fast to kind of resist like the electricity is being pumped through you and i was like whatever i got a turbo controller i got this and as i'm reaching for the turbo button also like looks right at the screen and goes and don't use the turbo function like i dropped the controller like i dropped <laughs> Skynet's here, it's real. It's coming from you. <laughs> uh, I like the I like the idea of the time paradoxes in Metal Gear Solid 3. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, yeah. you kill Ocelot and they're like, You've created a time paradox. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> game over, man. It's so a game good. over text that says time paradox, and Colonel Campbell just shouts time paradox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I definitely fell for that one. I uh, I killed Ocelot the first chance I got. <laughs> just couldn't... He's lying there on you the ground, unconscious. History, and I just <laughs> threw a grenade on his face or something. Like that. I don't remember what I did. But... This is for all those times you pissed your pants in front of me. <laughs> Learn to control yourself, asshole. <laughs> Fucking amateur. <laughs> I don't know. I think if we're talking about fourth wall stuff, like I think somewhere in two. You're talking to the colonel at the very beginning when you're, you know, you're a little wet behind the ears still and you don't know how to open doors. And uh, <laughs> and, and, and the colonel's like, if you need to get to the next area, press triangle on the door. And, and Ryden says, triangle on the door. Got it. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, All right, man. Thanks. So that's like one of my favorite things about the Metal Gear series. Can we just talk about the weird, like, let's repeat your directions thing that they do in the whole series for a second let's here? Let's talk about like... let's repeat your directions, guys. Yeah. <laughs> repeat the directions. Got it. No, I, I'm pretty sure 95% of David Hayter's lines were just repeating the last two words anybody said to him. Well, though, that's that's the thing. It's either like you repeat the whole thing. You're like, so I need to go to yeah. this thing. And then this other thing. Got it. Or they'll be like, hey, you need to like make this key hot and then cold and then, or whatever. Yeah. And he'll be like, mm, key. And that's like it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> the whistle, just say words. It's... 
I like to imagine, like, you send it to the grocery store, like, I need you to go down to Food Max and get me some butter, 2% milk, and some snap peas. Snap peas. Like, <laughs> got it. Got it. Click. There's a... <laughs> got a coupon. Right. And... And the worst part was in when, so this was Metal Gear 1, when you had to do the keys, right? And you, yeah. like, so you had to, like, this key changes shape in hot and cold and room temperature, right? So so smart. Yeah, so smart. Fucking smart. So, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so, so I felt, honestly, like there was a feedback loop there. I was like, is this going to end? Because they were like, so you got to, like... <laughs> You got to make the key hot and then cold and then room temperature. And then Snake was like, got it. I have to make the key hot and then, and then cold, cold and then, and then room, room temperature. temperature. <laughs> and then and then the person giving the directions was like, yeah, so first you have to make it hot and then you'll have to make it cold. And I was like, really? Oh, my God. Are we doing this right now? Kojima's just like standing behind like the lead writer like, no, 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 again, again. <laughs> and then not and then got... <laughs> God forbid you make a codec call after that because you're going to have that same conversation. Yeah. I also, that was one of the most baffling, like, and I, my threshold for Metal Gear Solid bullshit is like, through the roof, okay? Like, but he can't die. Bullet zoom around or fine with it. Like, this guy's the president. He has two katanas. Like, fine with it. But Normal. Normal. But like, this key card shit, like, you got to make it hot and then cold and then room temperature. It's like, can't I just like, Wedge it between my butt cheeks for a while. Run <laughs> it under like a faucet for a while, and then let it sit on the table. Like, do I really have to like go to fucking like through the pantheon of levels of like Super Mario? Yeah. Like, go to the lava no, you actually have to like dip it in lava, <laughs> like, and then like hold it in the snow. Yeah. Like they're serious um, about this. Like it's gotta be a pain in the dick if somebody like leaves their cell phone in that room. Like, fuck me, and they have to, <laughs> they have to traverse you know? all of Shadow Moses. Like. The, Shadow Moses was not well designed, no, like from like, a personnel perspective. Yeah. Uh, and, the, <laughs> and and the best part is you you venture halfway across the fucking world to make your key cold, and by the time it's cold, your fucking rations are frozen oh, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's just, just blocks of as a final like, bar ice. Hold them against your body. Didn't you just intuit that? <laughs> this is real life. This is this is real life, but also video games. As real as it gets. So speaking of of breaking fourth wall stuff i don't know if you guys noticed at the end of metal gear solid 4 that the last voiceover credit is not big boss but the voice of god as hideo kojima what <laughs> so if you if you what? mash after you kill the like psychomantis equivalent in four and if this is not telegraphed but if you mash x while like they're dying hideo kojima's face shows up on the screen <laughs> And he starts speaking like echoey, super godly Japanese at you. So he's oh in the gosh. game. What? Yes. The wow. Yes. That's yes. So so, yes. <laughs> Video games. <laughs> Video games. Can we talk about that for a minute? Like, that's some fourth wall shit. Kirio Kojima is in a lot of these games, guys. He is. Like, I rescued him. And there's this one point in Peace Walker when you're looking for the nuke in the back of all these trucks and you keep throwing up the tarp to find it. And one of the trucks just fucking, and he just goes, Mr. Kojima. And like, Hideo Kojima's in there, and then he flies away on a balloon, and now he's part of your team back at the base. And like, he worked in my kitchen. Like, <laughs> he made my eggs in the morning. Like, nobody bats an eye. It's like, who's this guy? It's fucking awesome. Just so, yeah. just so you know, at the end of that Psycho Mantis fight, Hideo Kojima yells out, it was Hideo Kojima, and there are subtitles for it. I'll just, go, I'll just leave it there. Sorry, sorry to disturb you, Ryan. No. That's so good. I'm so glad that we didn't leave that behind. I uh, I remember 
when I when I, when I was quite a bit younger and I was playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time, like organically, Virgin, right? right? I had never played the game before, and you, I think it's in the Psycho Manus fight when the screen goes black and all it says is Hideo. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I didn't, I I was so stupid, I didn't give him fuck. I didn't know who made the game. Yeah, I didn't know who the, what the fuck a Hideo was. <laughs> someone someone misspelled like, video. Was what like, a right, that's exactly. What I was like, somebody hit the fucking TV video button on the remote again and it's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't swear that much as a child. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. Not until you played Metal Gear. That is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the women of Metal Gear. Well represented, <laughs> fully fleshed characters. Super not sexualized. Yes. All right, Very moving well on. Rounded. Yeah, so Hideo has a, a, I have a strange love-hate relationship with Hideo because I love the games and I love the story that he creates and the gameplay itself is really unique. Uh, he does not have a good relationship with women, <laughs> clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, I can maybe think of two characters that I don't hate that are female. Laughing on so... and... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you go. <laughs> well, okay, so... I mean, there's obviously in these games, there's like, uh, I don't know, a my rate of women. So I think I'm just going to start with Metal Gear Solid 1 and Meryl. And how, like, Meryl is supposedly a soldier, but is really like the princess in the castle that you have to rescue (laughs) that falls in love with Snake at the end of the game. And it's like... After 12 hours of time together. Like, they've literally spent an afternoon together, and she's like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. (laughs) Right after the sunset on a motorcycle or something. No, that's That's literally literally what what happens. (laughs) Just remember that Meryl actually says sometime, like, when you're in the bathroom with her after you, like, follow her in when she's dressed as a man as, like, the uniform... She says, like, I took a shot to get rid of my desire for men or something along those lines. Total throwaway <laughs> line. Then, like, five minutes later, boner trance. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, Hideo Kojima really gets women is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, clearly. you know, it's – what it comes down to me in that game is that it's a battlefield. It's and love can bloom <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Thank I was just, I, I've been waiting for an I've hour and nine minutes an to say that. For literally most of my life. So this is a really enlightening night for me. You actually said that within a context. Like eight yeah. context at all. Bravo. More context than the game actually gives you. <laughs> like Snake just right? throws it I out. Well, a lot of context, yes. like, do you think <laughs> love can bloom? And then Snake goes on this, like, really long, like, I don't know, maybe, and all of a sudden he gets yeah. philosophical on Yeah, Otacon <laughs> totally cracks the egg there. Yeah. <laughs> he really, he opened a door that you can't close. Um, to, now, to be completely fair, is it stupid that Meryl fell asleep, or fell asleep, fell in love with uh, Snake after, like, a 12-hour experience? Yes. If I were in that situation, would I have fallen in love with him, like, within two hours? <laughs> Probably also yes. So, like, <laughs> yeah. The first time that he drops down from something and goes, kept you waiting, huh? I'd be like, you did. But, <laughs> but you're worth it. I, oh, oh, my. Well, yeah. And, and their first date is the massacre of, like, 30 genome soldiers. Yeah. You, you can't top Super that. Sexy. Yeah, they really fast-tracked that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, they did. Well, um. so Meryl gets the shit damseled out of her when you're fighting, you're trying to get through this corridor that Sniper Wolf 
who's this who's another incredibly well-rounded female character yeah who's bitch <laughs> sexy sniper sexy they sniper. didn't replay that a million times in the series or anything and she's bitching at sniper rifles <laughs> and uh she pretty much just riddles meryl with bullets um and it's like super fucking disturbing yeah. and then yeah it's a rough scene yeah, yeah. Like, she doesn't get shot, like, one time, like, kind of in the side or the shoulder. And it's like, oh, no, it's, like, all the limbs. Like, I think maybe again in the torso. Like, it's hardcore shit. And then, you know, three hours later, she's she's But good. she's fine. And also she got shot by another woman. So feminism. It might have been paintballs. <laughs> well, like and a then, prototype paintball And then rifle. Sniper Wolf is weird, too. Because it's, like, Otacon's in love with her. But she's part of, like, this evil force that captured him right. so yeah, he's got that's it. also weird he's everyone's, everyone's, everyone's just like yeah everyone's like Stockholm syndrome up in here yeah yeah and also she totally just blows his ass off doesn't she like which we never see them interact do we no yeah i don't think we ever really see them interact because you go you go like you never really see them together when you finally meet Otacon. Yeah, like you you haven't seen sniper wolf in a long time then later you see sniper wolf and otacon's only talking to you over codec at that point oh right on and he's like be nice to her or whatever and snake's like what the fuck man i'm not gonna do that so <laughs> uh let's see other women honestly i can't even i don't even i don't even have anything to say on rose like oh. i don't know if there's anything to say she's terrible she's yeah, collective groan yeah <laughs> Uh, she's like every like bad stereotype about like the kind of like nagging like overly emotional like female character that like a lot of people don't know how to write correctly yeah you know yep. like she's she's somebody bowled all those up and was like let's just make a thing out of those and like that's what she is and it's just excruciating yep. and then in three what was that girl's name i keep There's forgetting eva Eva, she shows up with her like tits hanging out of a jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, she's she like, does. "Hey, let's have let's have sex, Snake," and that's like all she's good for. Like that character could be so interchangeable if you remove that scene. And she's called every... Big Mama in four, so that's that's also even-handed and good. <laughs> Big fucking mama. Every cutscene in three, like in, in Metal, I don't remember if they had it earlier, but you could uh, press like R one to kind of change the angle during cutscenes. And every cutscene yeah. that you're interacting with her in, oh, it just changes right. the angle, so you're like staring at you're her just tits, staring down her chest, yep. or her ass. It's really like, I mean, let's be clear. I played that game like maybe late high school, early college. So at the time, I was like, okay, this, yeah. this is yeah. fine. I'll start some polygonal boobs. But now, as an adult, I'm like, we'll this take is, advantage. <laughs> I will. I will be disturbed by this, but I will also take advantage of it. But it's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's pretty gross. It's uh, it's very like Mass Effect. Like, let's pan the shot over Miranda's ass. It's like all that they treat Eva as yeah. in that game. It's really weird. Which is, which is so fucked up too. Because aside from that, her character is pretty cool. Yeah. Like she serves a really interesting purpose in the game, and they kind of detract from that. Yeah. With completely titties yeah. a flopping everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. All the women who wear jumpsuits in this series have a serious problem getting the zipper up all the way. Like it's a okay. manufacturing. So idea. no, it's if you wear a shirt in this series. Cause even uh Naomi in four, mm -hmm. like you you see her like on camera talking or whatever, and titties she's like flop. got this button up blouse, but it's not buttoned but up. But the buttons do nothing. They're they're just there for show. Like yeah. they're not functional buttons. They're not. Uh, so that's, I guess, moving on. That's my uh, feelings about Naomi. And uh, 
How do you, and then all the all oh go I ahead. was just gonna ask how do you feel about Mei Ling because I kind of go back and forth on if she's actually well represented or not. I I honestly feel like she wasn't there wasn't enough like dialogue really to make a decision either way. I kind of feel the same. Like it's at one like on one side she's very much like oh snake let's have sex all the time <laughs> you know but like. I don't know. On the other hand, she's certainly not as bad as Rose for the same position that she serves. I'm I'm just going to dry heave every time you say that. Yeah, that's the litmus test. Like, is it as bad as Rose? No, then well-written female character it is. (laughs) Well, at least in the Metal Gear Solid series, that might be true. Yes. Um, (laughs) And then uh, all of the female bosses, so all the bosses basically, except for like liquid and metal gear 4 are all women and they're all like creepy creepy sexy dom style bosses which is really weird all the crazy (laughs) ones in mgs4 like that quadruplet of chicks who are just like walking like talking pms jokes like every one of them yeah it's the worst like there's laughing octopus there's crying whatever i forget what they were but like they're all like one emotion and then they just do this thing and I get, and I, it's like no, they were fucked up by war. Don't you understand? And it's like, but every male character in the series is fucked up by war, and they can still like emote they other can still things. Function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all the female bosses in four, also like if you look at their backstory, they are basically all like raped or like sexually harassed or abused. That's like their entire backstory, and it's like. Mm, do you know how to write a female character without that actually being in her past? Because, like, while it does happen, I think it's a little unrealistic that it would happen to, to literally every, every character one. in your entire game. <laughs> yeah, it's like those weird thing with some... I don't know what it is about some video game creators, but, like, this, it's like the go-to, like, oh, this rape equals, like, female character development. And it's like, well, fine. Like, yes, a character could develop from that, but, like, that's, like, the defining thing, and that's super shitty. And also, well, there's and so yeah, many other I mean, ways you could take it. Like, why does it always have to be this with women? Exactly. You know? And even that, like, even if it does happen, like, no woman wants to be defined by the fact that she was raped right. ever. You know? So, I mean, like, that's just, I don't know. That's another topic. But that's all of the, like, that's, like, literally every boss in 4. And while the boss fights themselves are unique and very cool, the characters that you fight are kind of disappointing. I think my one kind of... And this is still, you know, it's problematic sometimes, but I think the one, like, bastion of okay female writing is uh, the boss from MGS3. Definitely. Yes. She was actually what I was going to bring up next. She's actually then... one of two female characters that I do not dislike. I think she was very well written. She was pretty amazing. Yeah, she's probably my yeah. favorite character in the, the series. Like, she's so good. Is yeah. there is there any sadder moment than having to hit square? God damn it. Last final mm. time. I waited forever. Like, I was like, please, don't do this <laughs> to me. Don't make me do this. Like, yeah. two minutes. Something happened. Like, yeah. Just um, begging for some, like, you know, crazy nod to people like me. Like, okay, you waited five minutes without doing this. We'll throw you a bone. And, like, but no, like, it was so hard. Yeah. And then you have to hear Eva's emotional monologue at the end about the boss's sacrifice. I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. I cried. Oh, me too. I straight up, straight I straight up, up like had tears going. Like I'm, oh, no shame. For real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty cool, and she's also probably like one of the only female characters that they did not purposely make her tits hang out of everything. No, she's so. the only one who can function a zipper properly. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I 
they did put her in like the like the mother archetype basically but i it's not really that bad and they did a really good job of it yeah yeah and the other female character that i actually don't hate is sunny oh yeah Um, i forgot about her i forgot about her yeah She's actually really cool. She's uh, like not even just like if we're only talking about women, just like in the whole series, she's probably one of the most interesting, well-rounded characters. Actually, she's clearly got like some form of I don't I don't want to say like full-on mental disability. She's like autistic or something, you know, and like and like her interactions with Snake and Otacon are very cute. She just wants to be liked and. <laughs> And they still treat her like a normal person. And I like, it's interesting. They, she almost didn't have to exist as a character in four, but because the story could have gone on without her, but she did exist and she was kind of cool. And her interactions with them didn't come off to me as like, oh, I'm a female character. So I'm trying to be liked because I need to please men. It was just like, no, I just am like this with everyone is the vibe I got. Like, I just really want to be liked regardless of who it is. By anybody. Yeah. 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 She's she's very cute. All of her all of her cute little eggs. Yeah, she just <laughs> yeah. wants to cook eggs. She just wants to cook her eggs. How how do you screw up sunny side up eggs so bad though? Like they looked fine. <laughs> when your name is Sunny. Yeah, That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean it's I think <laughs> I think Snake is just like me though, and he just doesn't like sunny side up eggs. Oh I think you're that's both monsters. Of, okay. That's the core of the situation here. <laughs> Mystery solved. I know. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Quiet, because mm. I know some people wanted to hear us talk about that a little bit. Um, for those of you who have been living under the video game rock, uh, Quiet is a female sniper in the new Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain game, who literally is like wearing a triangle bikini top that is about four sizes too small for her. Yep. Uh, and pants, thankfully. So at least she's, you know, got bottom half coverage. So that's about the best we can expect at this point from this series. Like, oh, thank Christ, she has pants on. Right? <laughs> so, like, okay. So, again, if you if you guys have been living under the rock, um, there was a big controversy about it. Both men and women alike, even, like, people that you probably wouldn't necessarily consider, like, feminist in nature. Like, men were feeling pandered to. Women were kind of like, well, what the fuck? You know, yeah. and like, and and it was just kind of a very big controversy, especially because then you hear from Hideo that he wanted to create a sexy character that people would want to cosplay as, which was um. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know no. if I can say anything more than that about that. Like, but you then... don't need to do. There's no market for that. Like people cosplay like sexy Bulbasaur. Like you don't. <laughs> you didn't need to make it like it would happen anyway uh so then uh hideo tweets later after everyone's kind of like well what the fuck man so i have this series of tweets i'm gonna read to you guys so he says and i excuse me if this sounds funny i'm actually just gonna read it word for word so it's in kind of broken english because he's not like a great english speaker so he tweets i know there's people concerning about quiet but don't worry I created her character as an antithesis to the women characters appeared in the past fighting game who are excessively exposed. Quiet, who doesn't have a word, will be teased in the story as well, 
but once you recognize the secret reason for her exposure, you will feel ashamed of your words and deeds. Theme of Metal Gear Solid Five is gene to meme to scene to piece to race. Yeah, yeah, I'm not done yet. This is great. Story oh, touches the misunderstanding, prejudice, hatred, and conflict caused by the difference of language, race, custom, culture, and preference. The response of quiet disclosure a few days ago, incited by the net, is exactly what Metal Gear Solid Five itself is. And my response to that is, no matter what reason you give me for her, quote, exposure, it's still a stupid fucking reason. Like, yeah. Also, that whole <laughs> fucking thing reads like a terrorist, like, missive, like, censor <laughs> voice modulator. Like, you will be ashamed of your words and deeds, like, <laughs> as he's holding a detonator, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just i don't like i i was sitting after i read those i was i literally sat there like for an hour while i was doing other stuff but i was like just baffled. i well i was like i honestly like i was trying to think of of a reason for her to look like that and for me to be okay with it and i don't think that i can come up with one and i don't think the reason hideo has is going to be good enough for anyone yeah. else who is upset about this so the theory that i've heard and this if this is true, then this is super not okay as a reason at all, is that it's going to turn out that her character actually is male or used to be male. Um, and so, like, he's trying to play some, I don't know if he's trying to play some kind of prank, like all these ladies will do, like, sexy cosplay, and then, like, ha-ha, you had a penis the whole time. But, like, if so, that's almost worse. Like, that's incre- you know, incredibly insensitive to people yeah, who are like transgender. Yeah, like, exactly. like, transgender people and what have you. And so it's just, like, let's oh fucking pray it's not that but you know yeah you're right like it's really hard to think of like what could you especially when he says like this is an antithesis to the way that like sexy yeah. like fighting game characters are like i don't think antithesis means what you think it means <laughs> yeah right <laughs> we keep using this word <laughs> yeah and it's even if that's the case like at first thought you're like oh well maybe that's better because this guy maybe this woman used to be a man and maybe she wants to like flaunt her sexuality but then it's like um, when I think about, like, I, I do know a couple of transgendered people in real life and some people that are genderqueer and they don't just like go flaunting their new sex for the sake of flaunting it. Like, I don't, I don't think anyone does that regardless of their gender or the gender that they used to be on a regular basis, especially when it's impractical. She's like fighting in a desert. Even if you wanted to be a sexy female and you used to be a male, you still wouldn't this be This is a really that. bad time for them. Like, go to a club. <laughs> Like, yeah. there's not the time for this, you know? Like, like there there are appropriate situations to dress in a uh, <clears throat> sexual manner, but this is not it. I don't, this is like, not it. I don't know people who, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, like, the kind of focus on it being, like, oh, I'm going to do this because of my new gender. Like, I've never once been like, hey, I'm really happy living life as a dude. I think I'll just have, like, banana hammock week. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's never once now it's occurring to me, but... Yeah. So now it's gonna be a thing. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm wearing one right now. So, God, I wish this was a video call so hard right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's really it's really difficult to think of it. Like whatever it's gonna be, it's like this weird like it's like you're cranking the handle on a jack in the box, and you know that the jack in the box actually is just like one of those like rubber like you know cartoon fists with a bunch of knives embedded in it and it's like I, this is gonna be bad i don't know exactly what this is gonna do to me when i finish cranking the handle but this is gonna be awful but you have to keep doing it like that's what this is to me like as soon as we find out what his like bizarre reasoning is it's gonna be like oh that's the horrifying thing that this was leading to yeah. but there's like no way it's gonna be like a tactful like 
subtle. No, like, there's not. no fucking way. No. I mean, I, I think, uh, I guess the redeeming thing is that her gameplay will be cool because she's going to be like your support. And that's cool, but I don't think that's enough to redeem, like, a character yeah. as a person. Well, I just remember, like, inhaling everything I could about MGS5, because, again, we're all obsessed with the series. And yeah. and finding out, like, oh, cool, a new female character. Oh, shit, she doesn't have a shirt on. Oh, shit, her name's Quiet. Oh, fuck, she's a mute. Like, every every new piece of information I learned about her was like, this is... <laughs> this is suddenly this getting so terrible. <laughs> this is not the character he's going to redeem himself on. And... I mean, like, you also apparently will have, like, a like a wolf or a dog, you know, Fuck in the game yeah. that, yeah. And it's, like, if I have to pick between the two, like, I'm probably not going to use Quiet if I have the option to choose for a mission. Like, I'm just probably not. To be fair, that like, be a thing. wolf versus any other thing, like, that's right. not. Right, it's going to win no most of the time. Yeah. Right, like. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd really have to give me a really good option. To not choose the yeah, dog. That's true. It would true. have to be like Macho Man Randy Savage on the other end of that choice. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, then maybe oh, I could yeah. He just snaps into a Slim Jim with, like, such force that it sends out, like, a shock. <laughs> like, knocks guards out. For... <laughs> I approve of this reference. <laughs> I, uh, just... The king of wrestling. Yeah, he is. Well, so now that we've talked about, uh, the timeline... Uh, some of the plus sides and the downsides, which is uh, the misrepresentation of women, I guess we could say. Which are legion. Yeah, there are so many. I We didn't even cover all of them. We didn't even get close. Just a few. No. Uh, I guess now would be a good time to just kind of talk about like some of our little funny like favorite things or favorite moments about the series. Because I honestly feel like that's like what, what makes it. Like my favorite thing about like sitting with ryan while he's playing it is little stupid shit like the pronunciation of metal gear yeah. it's never metal gear it's metal gear so i actually learned gear. about that david Hayter was um doing you know he was first learning his way around the role and like they told him he would be like metal gear and they'd be like no we don't like that and they're like say it different he'd be like metal gear and they'd be like no like more like say like richard gear and they go Richard Gear, and they're like, "Yeah, do that." <laughs> and so like, oh my god! So that's what every of time course. somebody says Metal Gear like that, I hear Richard Gear in my head because that was how they taught him to like pronounce it. <laughs> and that's so silly because like, even if Snake did that, like every single character pronounces that way when it doesn't make sense. Like Otacon will be talking, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, Snake," in my normal accent that's not a weird voice, right? And he'll just be like, "Hey, Snake, you gotta go do this, and then you gotta get Metal Gear," <laughs> and it's just like. <laughs> Really? <laughs> jam that G syllable down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in, what, what was it the end of one or the beginning of two? Someone actually pronounced Metal Gear, Metal Gear, not gear. Yeah, one time. Yeah, I and I so. like, I freaked the fuck out. And then immediately after it happened, Ryan was like, oh, they corrected the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, they fixed that mistake right quick. Um, <laughs> I don't know, though, like, uh, kind of going off of... Uh, tangent from that point you brought up metal gear 2 which leads me to my yes. favorite little funny part oh it's so good um, you're gonna say. so after you meet uh pliskin for the first time and vamp has just done his fucking creepy thing um and you go your separate ways i think you might already be at the bomb searching phase you go to one of the bridges that connects the two struts and you look across the bridge and running away from you is this box <laughs> <laughs> I 
maybe you guys have experienced this, but he's snake is in the box running away from you. And the first time I played, I got so stoked, I pulled up my gun and shot it. <laughs> and the little a little exclamation point, it goes up above him, and uh, the exclamation point goes up, and he scurries away. So, uh, you know, twice as fast. Fucking amazing, right? Wow. Oh my god, yeah. that's what's so great about this fucking series. Like you. I I never experienced that. Like you can still learn crazy new shit all the time. Yeah. Like decades later, essentially. Like it's crazy. Um, let me see. I mean, there's some, what? How do you pick favorite moments? My God. But I love in MGS too. So in Metal Gear Solid One, Mei Ling, every time you save, she gives you an awesome like Chinese proverb and kind of explains the yeah. background. And in <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Two, Otacon is your save guy at the beginning, and he tries to do the same thing, but he's the fucking worst at it, and it's incredible. <laughs> So, like, I just have one right here in front of me because I fucking love these so much. Like, you say it, and then he goes, a frog in a well knows not of the great ocean. I don't like this one at all, trapping frogs in a well. That sucks. That's really cruel. (laughs) Of course it's not going to see the big blue sea, but the lack of sunlight alone will probably kill it pretty quick. And Snake is like, I really don't think you have this right. Like, it's it's so good. Every single one is like a fucking gem. Like, I sat and listened to all of them. Actually, Otacon's probably like my favorite character in the whole series. It stands for Otaku Convention. (laughs) (laughs) And then immediately move on. Like Snake just kind of gives them this blank stare and then they move on talking about like nuclear missiles and cyborg ninjas and shit. And it's like, okay, now I know. And knowing is half the battle. Maybe. G.I. Joe. No, he's he's so lovably like pathetic. Yeah. I was actually super bummed out when, uh, is it his shit? Is it his uh, sister-in-law or what is the- yeah, like half-sister. Half-sister that he kind of maybe has a has a boner for? I don't know what was going on there. It got Emma? it got weird. Who? Yeah, Emma? Emma Emmerich? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, E.E. Or... E.E., yeah, excuse me. E. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's his, is that his sister? Yeah, that's his sister. That's right? his sister. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I don't know if that makes it more creepy or less creepy. I don't. I, 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 I never picked up the implied sister boner. I think I. I who knows? Maybe I was like at that point like completely sleep deprived and reading insane things into it. But I remember like <laughs> the relationship was both really cute and sometimes like really troubling. But I felt super bad for him when she doesn't make it. You know, like yeah. I thought that was a cool moment. I I thought it was something I had done. Like I hadn't sniped vamp quick enough, or you know, like I thought that I fucked up. And I felt really bad about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Vamp though. That guy is the most ridiculous thing in the entire Metal Gear series. He's just a vampire, like, because. Well, yeah, and it's so weird because, like, in two, they do nothing to explain it to you. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this guy's literally an insane supernatural being, and you need to accept that. He can trap your shadows with his knives. Because <laughs> no one holds you to the fortunes. Yes. <laughs> and like, I, I love how the answer for every single weird fucking thing that happens is nano machines. Yeah, they're fucking well. They're future magic. Like that's all they are. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, this is, the same, machines are gone. this is the same series that's like a walking bipedal nuclear capable tank. That's impossible. That guy's a fucking vampire. He can fly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's insane. And for some reason that freaks you out less. Yeah, it's like you don't right. nobody even bats an eye. This lady can't be shot by bullets, okay? 
Also, her That's circulatory normal. system is like flipped around or what? What the fuck? Akash, what is that called? So, okay. All right. Let me just tell the story because, all right. So there is a disorder that actually puts your heart and lungs and everything like mirrored. So your heart would be on the right side. And you're not at the end of two Ocelot shoots. So it's like, oh, I forgot your heart was on the right side. Because I'm a weirdo yeah. and read like books, I knew exactly what her condition. I was like, oh, that's that's situs inverse. Uh, that's situs inverses. I know exactly. Oh, of course. Okay, that explains everything. Ryan, though, when I told him about that at Indiecade like two weeks ago, he was like, well, is, what did you say? Like impetigo? I, I kept calling it impetigo because I kept it. <laughs> um, oh. Well, Maybe especially because like that's that that reference was completely made for like a freak like you because I played MGS two and Ocelot shoots Fortune right in the heart when her little device is turned off. Which, by the way, the thing that makes her unable to get killed by bullets and grenades is on her fucking belt, and she like never, she never figured it out. Like amazing <laughs> representation of women. And secondly, like he shoots her right in the heart. And he's like, "Oh, you have." And like, do they even say the name of the? No, condition? no. He, he just says, "I forgot your heart was on the right side." I that's forgot it. your heart that's was it. on the right side. And like, that's all you get. And like, I'm sitting there going, "Like, what the fuck do you mean you forgot? Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Like, that's ins- like." So I was like left completely like in the dust, and the cash is just nodding sagely. Yeah, I was. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, okay. Oh yeah, of course. You got incisus and versus. Like, duh. Fucking duh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Kojima has this thing that he does where he learned about some rad shit that day yeah. on Wikipedia or from like his cousin Vinny or something or on a bumper sticker and he's like this is sweet this is going in today and he does it's <laughs> yeah. like, that's how you learn about like Alaskan ear pull and incisus and verses kind of but not really and like recipe and everything that uh, Colonel Campbell says literally everything. he's like a virus AI yeah, yeah like <laughs> He just like, he shoehorns crazy shit that he learned that day into his games and like I don't know how I feel about because honestly these games have taught me so much you guys not just about life and like <laughs> how to love but also like yeah. random like stupid factoids like that like so good like I've learned shit from this series nothing I'll use nothing that will better me as a human being I've learned shit but you feel good but about I feel it. good about it <laughs> this isn't for you guys this is for me okay. <laughs> Uh, so one of my favorite parts was the probably the most hated part for literally everyone else in the world. And no, it wasn't Rose, but it was when you played as Raiden because I was like I was in the mentality, and I know everyone else was. I was like, oh, I want to play as the ninja, and then they they give you that opportunity with Raiden, this super cool, suave, not well, emotional, yeah. Like, so I totally thought awesome Raiden was guy. cool. And I'm like, this is the best. And then you get the sword at the end, and you can deflect bullets. I'm like, this is the best game ever. Who needs Snake? And I'm still a big fan of Raiden. And Raiden in 4 was the most bad. Like, he stops. Yeah. It's like a yeah. giant boat. Just, like, no arms. And was like, I'm I'm, I'm a cyborg man. And you're like, this, I want to be him again. I'm so sorry, Hideo. And I think that his that Cole game was a middle finger yeah. to everyone who said, hey, I yeah. don't like Raiden. You, yeah. Basically, yeah. what I'm saying is you stole him from me. Because <laughs> I'm the only one who liked him. <laughs> I love how Hideo's response was like, all these people bitching about Raiden. I was kind of ambivalent because, again, that was my first game in the series. So I was like, who's this long-haired freak with the, like, whiny girlfriend? Like, fine, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah. But so all these people bitched about it, and he's like, all right, fuck you. And in 4, he cranked up both how amazingly, like, badass he is, but also, like, everything that everybody hated about him. So, like, he's going to wear high heels now, you asshole. <laughs> all his dialogues yeah. sometimes is atrocious. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Like... He made him, like, he went completely to the extremes, like, just to fuck with people. Like, so good. 
Like, he didn't suddenly yeah. make him a well-rounded, likable character. Like, uh, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm going to make him more grating and awful, but also he's badass as shit, so you have to deal with it. Yep. Yeah. He's going to grab people's swords with his crazy, like, hoof, like, high-heeled feet. Okay? <laughs> and you're going to just have to fucking live with it. Feels, when yeah. you're fighting and the ha other half of the screen is Vamp and Raiden sword and knife battling, and you oh, have to split awesome. your attention, I was... I. That was, oh my god, other than today, that was the best day of my life. I was like, oh, just tell me more, Raiden, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, I really liked Raiden. I know that, like, people were probably really disappointed, but, like, honestly, super cool ninja is super cool. Yes. So, yeah. well, you know, and I gotta say, when I first played Sons of Liberty, I was disappointed that didn't get to play a snake the first time, whatever. But now that I look back at it, Raiden's a badass. He's never seen a mission before in his life. He's only done VR, and he gets thrown into this shit show yeah. with, you know, fucking Vamp and Fortune and Liquid and all this shit that is way out of his league. And he uh, he kicks yeah. ass, man. And Snake, who wasn't part of the simulation. He wasn't part of this simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to your role. <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, looking back, like in hindsight, fucking awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Thank well, you. Thank you for all your time, pal. And I guess to kind of sum that up, I think my overall favorite thing about the Metal Gear games, because again, I didn't, I didn't experience them like at a young age when they came out. I, I honestly like, I tried playing Metal Gear, not Metal Gear Solid, like Metal Gear, when I was like, I don't know, probably like eight and way too fucking young to A, understand it, and B, like, shouldn't have been playing it anyway, and I rented it from Blockbuster. But, like, like they are a really great satire of games. Like, they, they even at one point make, well, at multiple points, make fun of the technology that, like, they used in these games, which is, like hilarious and like in uh what's it in three if you so you guys know how you have that like raiden mask in three oh yeah for a little oh, while yeah for a little while i wore it the well yeah <laughs> so that's the best part huh? that's the best part you can wear it forever and you get all this hilarious dialogue like um like oh you can have this whole conversation with him like why are you still wearing that mask and he's like oh i just like, I don't know. I just, I just liked it. And then you have this whole conversation about how the guy who made the mask, like wanted to focus on what was it like focus on blinking instead of moving lips. And he thought that that was very like technologically advanced. Yeah. And, and then everyone like it, it, it have like an entire five minute conversation, making fun of Hideo for like wanting to like push the new technology in the games. But that's, what's great about the metal gear series is that they like push the technology in the games for no reason other than that they can. And then they break the fourth wall on it all the time. And it's so awesome. Yeah. It's, it's God damn. This series is so fucking great. It's got its problems for sure, but like, it's so great. Mm -hmm. Did anybody else feel in snake eater that major Rykov was kind of like that game's version of Raiden? Oh, like he was—he oh, yeah. was made out. Yeah, I mean, like he was made out to be this very effeminate, not very effective guy. Like maybe that was Hideo's way of saying—I don't know—not sorry, I guess, but just kind of like a, an homage to Raiden. I think Which it is, was, I don't like. This ahead. is what you think Raiden is, 
and like right, they, he exactly. made like the worst version of Impossible. Then maybe like maybe people were like, uh, oh, I guess Ryden's. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like fine. Yeah. You wanted it. I guess you he's got not so bad. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh! And you and I, Ryan, we we were watching so. Earlier, Ryan and I looked up some stuff. We were just trying to look up, like, funny moments in Metal Gear. And we totally found stuff we hadn't seen before that was hilarious. Like, um, Snake talking to... Well, not Snake itself. Naked Snake, Big Boss, talking to Boss about whatever armor or, like, camo he was wearing. Yeah, he was wearing the scientist... No, no, it wasn't that. He was wearing some camo. I, I couldn't tell from the video what it was. But Big, Big Boss was like, you can't wear that. Like, you're going to get... You're going to get killed. Like, you're painting a target on your back. And he was like, oh, well, I just thought it looked good on me. <laughs> and she was like, he was like, don't you think it looks good on me? And she was like, um. And, like, the, they had, like, a whole five-minute conversation where Snake was just, like, butthurt. He was like, I thought you would just like it. Most, I did this for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a weird hidden codec call, man. And, like, again, they had, like, the scientist outfit. They're like, well, wear the scientist outfit in the compound, but don't wear it in the in the forest. Only an idiot would wear it in the forest. <laughs> and then, like, they're like, do you understand it, Snake's like, yeah. And then, like. <laughs> <laughs> then they cut to like Snake wearing the scientist outfit in the forest, and like you get a codec call, and they're like, "What are you doing?" He says, "I, I thought it looked good. I just, I, you'd like I, just this. I just wanted to try it on." Oh, oh man, <laughs> that is the game that taught me what a Davy Crockett was. Like speaking of weird things, oh, yeah. and like this game like teaches me. Like at one point, the Colonel nukes the shit out of this base from a helicopter with like a handheld mini nuclear missile and i was like whatever like that's rap but there's no way that's real and like i looked it up after i played the game the first time like no those are fucking real of course they're called davy crockett's and you can just like it's like having a bazooka that's a nuclear missile and it's like can blow up like several city blocks and it's like what the fuck yeah it's like it's like in men in black where he's got that tiny little cricket and it like knocks (laughs) him all the way backwards the midget cricket yeah (laughs) also um it's weird to watch the trajectory like i love the trajectory of the bosses in the series, so like, you know, in MGS one, there's kind of like, okay, Vulcan Raven, Raven's like tattoo flies off, and it's like, well, that's, I mean, that's weird, <laughs> but like, you kind of get over it, and then in MGS two, it's like, this guy's, this guy's a vampire, right? Does anyone else, anyone else see that? Like, no. <laughs> but in the third game, it's like they completely stopped having any pretense. Like, this guy's dead. This guy can control bees. This guy's old as shit. Yeah. Oh his my skin God. photosynthesizes. Oh, yeah. Like the bee boss. The pain. That's, That's so uh, weird. The pain. You know what I, I loved about that boss is that he let you know what he was doing. You'd be like swimming around, and he would say grenade, <laughs> and then he'd throw a grenade. <laughs> He's just so into it. I love it. It's just and bee bullets. Yeah, bee bullets. You could conjure, awesome conjure bee bullets. bullets. Ooh. <laughs> Can we talk about the longest ladder that's ever been implemented oh, in a video so game? Good. So good. It what plays the, the music. Just excuse to play the theme song again. Yes. <laughs> when the theme song plays and you're climbing that ladder, I'm like, this, I've, this I've lived life. This is video I hope games. I don't slip. So. I'm doing this literally just because. I'm going to emerge from the top of this ladder a new man. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, you pretty much do. Oh, man. That's fucking awesome. What I'd forgotten a about thrill, that. indeed. <laughs> Can we all remember that? Like, it's okay. It's a testament to the insanity of Metal Gear that none of us, literally none of us, brought up the fact that in Metal Gear Solid Three, every boss yells out their name and explodes when they die. <laughs> <laughs> We're 
all like, oh, whatever. There's, like, there's crazier stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> the benchmark and, and for Katie... what's actually crazy in this series is, like, through the fucking roof. Yeah. I had forgotten. I had forgotten. <laughs> Katie, Katie found it earlier. When you kill the Fury, he goes into, like, this flaming skull yeah. dragon chasing yeah. you down the yeah. hallway, exploding. I had forgotten about that, man. Why? Yeah, because it was nothing Fuck. in comparison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, Volgan uh, is an electric is guy. Dick. And, 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 I mean, why? <laughs> like, what? How? Also, how? But, like, mostly why? Uh... <laughs> Like at no point, like it, it's it would be one thing if like Snake at at any point, like one time, was like, does anybody else see the electricity? Like if if we he would at least bring it up and be like, can, why can this guy do this? And nobody knew. I'd be like, okay, at least they get it. But like nobody mentions it. Like that guy can fucking shoot electricity. He puts bullets between yeah. his fingers and fires them off with the heat yeah. of like voltage going through his arm. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Like why? Like that drives me up the fucking wall. That like people in this universe are even like over the crazy threshold at this point. Like they don't even notice this shit. That boss fight was hard. Oh, I thought so hard. Down it, you know. I remember going online, or maybe it was a codec call, or it was an online forum. But somebody said that there was something you could do if you had collected uh, some of the glowing mushrooms. Which prior. of course. It gave you an advantage. Yeah, what? right. Fucking, of oh, course, right. I'm going to collect these fucking things. Wasn't it like the lightning like... would go towards them and not you if you dropped them? Okay. I, actually, I don't I know. Remember, Maybe that's I... what it was. I remember throwing them at them and nothing happened. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember now because I actually used those because of a huge fucking dark. And if you drop them on the ground, his electricity attacks will kind of arc towards the mushroom and miss you. Cause that's cool. Being, I guess it's also very scientifically not sound. But <laughs> yeah, mush- <laughs> the mushroom lightning rod, you know, it's, uh, it's everybody knows about that. Also, MGS3 had, um, which is my absolute favorite game in the series, had my favorite um, final like Metal Gear boss, the Shagahod, because that thing oh, is just yeah. a rolling like jalopy, like piece of shit. <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> like, <laughs> this is Russian piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, made by a complete drunk, and so it's just like everything that's like stupid <laughs> about Metal Gear when you realize like it's a walking bipedal nuclear capable tank, like. Don't you guys have planes or like, you know, once you like, kind of realize what's silly about it, like Kojima just kind of went, okay, fine, fuck it. And like made that into a Metal Gear. So awesome. Like the fight with that thing is my favorite moment probably in that whole game. Fuck yeah, man. Like how about when Volgan taps himself into it? <laughs> like he gra- he grabs all the wires and he's just, I am the Shaggy now. You know, like this is, this is the backup mode this of this machine. So good. <laughs> I like uh, Ryan and I were watching some funny like uh, like end mission failed moments, and I like that um, it was in the, the first game with Meryl, right? Yeah. If yeah, if you cause she, yeah, she was only in one and four. If you slap Meryl <laughs> in the game, she'll like punch you and knock you out, and it's game over. Awesome. That's great. That's family. You don't take abuse. You. <laughs> See, he gets it, you guys. We talked a lot of shit. He gets it. He loves work. That's all that's important, right? Oh man. <laughs> also, I love. Um, oh my god, like this is one of those series where, like, you know, you play like a game, and there'll be one moment that kind of sticks out as this insane thing where everybody it kind of turns into a meme. This whole series is just those like chained together with some awesome like stealth gameplay attached. Like in Metal Gear Solid Three, for example. 
a bunch of bees attack Revolver Ocelot, and he spins his guns really fucking fast and, like, grinds all the bees. Yeah, that's he's, he's, he's awesome. a machine. He is a machine. Like... That's that. That's one of like seven hundred thousand things that I could cite. Like this, this entire series is that shit. It's so good. Yeah, I love how in that fight, when you're you know across the little canyon from Revolver and you're fighting him, if you shoot a bee's nest down, you know the bees will come and bug him, and he tells you to fight fair. <laughs> he has the balls <laughs> to tell you to fight fair when he can bounce bullets off of something a <laughs> hundred miles away. I also like how we had to have a background for him. Like he was using like Lugers or something before and snake ends up being the reason that he uses revolvers. And it's like, do we really need, can't he just like revolvers? Like, right. did we, it's a revolver did, technique. Did, did, yeah, did we need to flesh this out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Major Tom mm-hmm. becomes zero, and paramedic is also a part of the Patriots. Oh my God! I'm just gonna walk away now. <laughs> <laughs> Opened up a whole new can of worms with the dumbass <laughs> Patriots, also known as a Lale Lule Low, because the nano machines. the funnest thing to say. Nano machines prevent us from saying the Patriots. We just hear Lale Lule Low, but from our ears, we we hear the Patriots, but no one else knows. Because nanomachines. Because nanomachines. The number of people in MGS2 who straight face managed to get the phrase lolly lulelo out without just like fucking cracking up. It's like <laughs> that game is a testament to like heroes of like game voiceover. Like the fact that on the audio file they didn't go lolly lulelo. Wait, fuck, really? And that just ended up in the game because like it's impossible to say. Yeah. Like, are you serious, dog? Like it's 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 a testament. Those guys are professionals. They, told, they totally make fun of it in two though, because we watch all of uh, Colonel Campbell's like ridiculous lines earlier, like uh, on a YouTube video, and like there's one point where he's just like, "La la 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 la," and he just like keeps screaming it at you, and then he hangs up. <laughs> That's effing great. <laughs> if you shoot the exclamation mark, they get dizzy. When have you ever been able to pull once, that off? Once, <laughs> I nailed it. Really? In my life. Oh, dude. I just found a really cute, a really cute thing. So like, you know how you can call me Ling and she saves her game. Well, if you keep calling me Ling and you keep choosing do not save, Ling will tell you to stop calling her on the third call. (laughs) On the fourth call, she will say nothing and prompts the player to save or not. If you choose not to save, then call her and choose not to save once more. On the sixth call, she'll stick her tongue out and close the channel without prompting you to save. That's That's so good. (laughs) <laughs> what if I really like how, save? I, you're fucked. <laughs> you're just completely That's fucked. so good. Have you, have any of you guys had an actual calorie mate? That's a real. So, yeah. I so, don't, is this a metal gear? Like, so, so, you know, so you can have rations and you can also get like the calorie mates, I think, right? Or maybe oh, those yeah. Are the rations. That's right. Uh, so I learned a few years ago when I was in Japan, uh, but I think they exist in the States as well now, maybe, that they're actually a real thing, and they are the most <laughs> disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. Um, oh my but I saw it in like a convenience store in Japan a few years ago, and I was like, what? I, had to, I think it was just, <laughs> after, just after beating Metal Gear Solid 4, I think, uh, and I saw it in the store, and I like bought five, and then took a nibble of one and threw the rest away so um yeah it's a thing uh don't eat it 
I, I took the hit for all you guys. Uh, but yes. I'm looking at the ingredient is... list, and it's, uh, I mean, you could say, I mean, like, okay, if, if it's opposite day, then it's phenomenal. Like, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> what does Snake say when he eats it? Like, not bad or something? Like, uh... is it... <clears throat> <laughs> 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 fucking shit. <laughs> Goddamn calories. <laughs> I also think MGS3 had the only um like I hate it when games make me eat, but like don't make me have physical upkeep on my fucking body, okay? Like I'm here to escape, all right? I already have to eat in real life, but like this is the only game where like I was forced to like make my own food in game, and it actually wasn't like the worst thing. Like I actually really enjoyed like hunting for snakes yeah. and like spiders and shit. Even though spiders are gross, yeah. don't eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. Just as a general recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Both in game. But like, you know, that game got me though. A couple times, I'd collect food and forget about it and get hurt later, and it would be rotten, oh, and I'd rotten. be dicked. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that game, that game was so intricate. I I really loved the um like health system where you would like do surgery on yourself is oh yeah that's things. right yeah. so cool oh yeah, man big bullets out that of your first scene was so hard with the cigar and shit like so uh, neat yeah yeah that was an awesome part it got kind of annoying at the end once you got used to it but when it was new i thought it was really cool yeah i completely forgot about that on my space so if you do 100 so pull-ups your grip level gets stronger oh that's right <laughs> that's how it works in real of life of course <laughs> um can we all talk about like Peace Walker, which I'm actually, it's the one MGS game I never got to play and I'm going through right now. It's pretty fucking awesome. And you get to do this crazy, like, The Sims, essentially. Like, you get to, like, you, I'm going to make house also when I'm not out, like, doing missions. And, like, you're going to live in the kitchen and you're going to work in the med bay. And, like, that's super fun. But it, it showed me the best thing about the series, which is balloons you can attach to people and they disappear into the fucking sky and then they become your slave. Like, for no what? reason. Pain yeah, like, Pain will have this. Yeah, like the, uh, what is it called again? It's like the escape, like, retrieval system or whatever, where you knock a guard out and you attach... Yeah, you can you can use it in Ground Zeroes, too. I'm so excited. Like, that's... Yeah. But what they never explain is, like, you, you knock these enemy guards out and then you attach the blue to them and they, and they disappear into the sky. And it's like, helicopter retrieval looks successful. And it's like, great. And then they just work for you? Like, now this, <laughs> now this guy, like, makes that's my cereal. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are we trusting him? <laughs> Like it's never explained. There's not like a conditioning phase where you have to like get them to convince, like convince them to join your side. She's like, okay, fine. Like you ballooned me. Like you got me, asshole. Like it's, it's so great. You're clearly superior. I've been ballooned. My base, right? My base is right. overflowing with these guys because I, I'm pretty much playing like a balloon only run at this point. Where, like, <laughs> I knock out everybody. I suck them up a balloon. I'm like, great. You join my. You're one of. You have to be my friend now. Like that's how this works, right? Like if I want to go to the mall, you have to come with me. Grass got balloons, so like it's so good. It's maybe my favorite mechanic in that whole fucking game. That's awesome. Oh. How about that sweet install screen on four? Best. Yeah. Best where he just stares just at you and smokes for like three fucking hours. I was literally I was three hours though. That's not even an exaggeration. Sadly. <laughs> and he can't he can't make up his mind. Like he smokes half of it and sticks it back in his little airtight tube. And then he gets bored and takes it back out and smokes some. I mean, he's got a problem. It's a chronic addiction. Like, it's not to make fun of. 
Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to be insensitive. I mean, if you if you have accelerated aging, aging, wouldn't you just smoke like effing nuts? Uh, I'd be smoking that's pot. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> black tar heroin. I'd be stealing all of the time. Be shoplifting everywhere I went. Like, what's the point? Non-stop cigarettes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, oh my god. So, like, one thing. There's a lot of things that I. Being the super fan of this series, I am. Like, I'm ashamed that I don't understand still. But like, Fox Die. I still don't fucking get it. Like, Snake has it, but it never ended up killing him. Like, it just kind of was randomly going to go off and never did. Like, what's up with that? It, it was Nanobots. Meant, it was meant to kill Big Boss originally, which in 4 it did. And, but then it was all... Naomi, like, triggered it so that would, like, kill other people because she was, like, a spy. And then the, the, the DARPA chief died, <laughs> and then the Kenneth Baker died. But then Cyborg Ninja didn't. He was just like, this hurts a lot, and then, like, flipped away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like so naomi programmed the fox die in solid snake with a wild card so that he wouldn't know and no one would know when he would die but except she tells him that like, doesn't... straight up well, yeah. but it doesn't explain the rapid aging in four like there's literally no explanation for that yeah, it's like fox die has two mechanisms right it either it either offs you with a heart attack or makes you Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> but reverse, right? right? Reverse so Benjamin like, Button. <laughs> and they don't and they don't really explain that. It's like that's that's yeah, the way that Fox Day has effects on Snake. I misunderstood. I always thought it was that it was a byproduct of the like Leon Fon Terrible program where like you're just all they all age really fast because they don't want to deal with these guys for too long. Like I thought that was, oh, was is that I'm, what it was? I don't, was sure. I, I don't know that I'm right about that. I'm just saying that's what I always thought yeah. was that like liquid if he had been made into an arm because fucking metal gear like he would have also been super old by this point was my thinking i'm pretty sure well, that's that that what the case was because solid solidus was the youngest but also visually yeah. the oldest metal gear <laughs> he just is a metal you gear say, you just say metal gear whenever this shit doesn't make sense at the end of every sentence you just say it and then that's how Got you get it. things done. That's how Hideo does it. He's like CQC, <laughs> right. Metal Gear. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, or yeah, like nano machines are like the explain away for everything. Like, you know, if you watch like a TV show that has time travel, like Doctor Who or something, and it's like this doesn't make any sense, and they just like throw dust in your face and say time travel like that's that's it's like pocket sand that's yeah like pocket sand from king of the hill with dave gribble that's literally exactly what they do in metal gear they're like oh this doesn't make sense nano machines except this is a series that loves to fucking explain shit like yeah. the number of coda conversations you have where it's like i get it and then you listen to like 16 more paragraphs of them telling you anyway like when even Hideo Kojima doesn't know what the fuck is going on, when you hear the term nanomachines actually bandied about, that's when you're like, oh, even he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's so lost. But there's, there's also the insane, like like you were saying, Ryan, like with the Davy Crockett, like the insane historical stuff. But as a super martial arts buff, I was really into the CQC stuff. But I'll, I'll just, I'm going to let you in on a fun, really deep <laughs> martial arts fact related to CQC. Deep cut. This here. is a super deep cut. So... <laughs> In Metal Gear Solid 3, the first game with CQC, a bunch of people refer to it as like, what, was that some kind of judo? Like, Ocelot and Vulgan both say it if you use it on them. They say, like, stop using your judo, or like, I've had enough of your judo. <laughs> enough. I've had enough of your judo is the best. 
sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> Judo was made an official sport of the Olympics the year Operation Snake Eater takes place. I'm just... Oh, oh shit. What? what? <laughs> anyway, Metal Gear. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Nano machines. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's the best. This is the bomb disposal guy. <laughs> also, did that, like, okay. As somebody who's playing again through MGS2, like, for the 15th time, like, right now, the segment of the game where you're going around and disabling bombs with essentially, like, a fire extinguisher yeah. takes in-game, I want to say, like, 15 fucking days to complete. Like, that <laughs> segment of the game goes on forever, and then you finish, and it's like, oh, yeah. these were too obvious. These weren't the real bombs, dummy. And it's like, why are you doing this to me? Uh, yeah, it does feel like a big time waster. Yeah. You know. I mean, Batman's too devious for you. Well, and like, <laughs> you know, wouldn't, uh, like, what's his name? Uh, the bomb disposal guy. Oh. Oh. Shit, I know, I know who you mean, though. He's, he sounds like yeah. Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, he has it figured out halfway through. He's like, well, this doesn't seem right. You better just keep doing what you're doing anyway. I know something's up here, but fuck it. You know, he like he he never tells you to stop. Yeah. yeah at the very end, he he has it all figured out. He's like, so <laughs> I'm in this room and these are all rigged to go. There's 30 seconds left, and then you ask him like, why don't you just leave? And he's like, there's not enough time. <laughs> and then he stays on the codec for another minute until it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just to gonna stay here. Right now. <laughs> That's it. Oh man, there are so many mechanics in this series. And I again, I've replayed almost all these games like a hundred thousand times that I've never used. Like, has anybody here ever actually thrown an empty fucking magazine to like distract a guard? Like, I've never done it one time. Not Except, once. Never. Yeah. Nope. Accidentally once. Yeah, like, accidentally, <laughs> and it, I did it too by accident. And it attracted right, attention yeah, and got my ass killed. Thank you. Does anyone <laughs> use the ketchup packet? Actually, Ryan does use that. Well, he knew about it, and I think that you thought that was like the normal like how you're supposed to do it method not like an easter egg but then he fucked it up not... too <laughs> i i uh wait it's not the I normal was... that's Go the only on. thing well... i've ever gotten out of there okay there, there are two ways to do it let me tell you what happened to me <laughs> i um i thought i was really cool and i was like i played this game before i know exactly what to do it's all about the ketchup you gotta trick the guard <laughs> right i'm and uh you let the guards see him putting ketchup so yeah i was like hey man watch this squirt <laughs> you smear it all over your face while making eyes and the guard actually like says something like what the he's fuck like, are you doing yeah he's like cut that shit out <laughs> and i'm like oh fuck now what the hell do i do and i think you have to wait there until he shits his pants yeah. and then autocon comes to rescue <laughs> so, the game feels so bad for you that you fucked that up <laughs> all right like, we're gonna make this man you look like an idiot again. so let's level the playing field for you this guy shit himself in front of you you feel we're, better? we're dealing with an idiot here. <laughs> Can we refer to this man as his correct title, Johnny Sasaki? Johnny please? Sasaki, pardon me. This man. We're going to make, yeah. Of the New Hampshire yeah. Sasaki's. <laughs> Sergeant shit. <laughs> or um, the porno mag. I've never done that one time. Oh, that's fun. Does anybody else use that? Like, I've never left one. Ryan time. uses it. Yeah, Ryan uses it. It never really helps me. I... The only time I use Didn't it... Didn't it help you in 4 a lot, though? In 4. Okay, in 4 I did it, but in yeah. 2, when you first encounter them, I just dicked around with them. I had fun with them. I never used them to really help myself. 
No. You're just you're just trolling like these elite <laughs> just, military like, forces. I'd, like set a line of them like oh, piece of candy, Ooh, piece of candy. You, you know, and there's you a, guys know you guys a... know that uh, Metal Gear Solid Five features a sexy box where you can unfold it into a woman shape. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's like what the best fuck, game. But also... furthering Hideo Kojima's amazing it, uh... representation of women. Best and also interactive. Kind of a shitty representation of men because you unfold the box and there's an obviously flat rendered image of a cardboard woman and then this guard comes up and just is like, oh yeah. And it's like, are you Wile E. Coyote? Like, how are you falling for this? So <laughs> it kind of, nobody comes like, out that of that. wasn't there before. Nobody comes out of the, Yeah, that wasn't there before. Like, nobody comes out of that situation looking, looking great at all. <laughs> I love it when you... Uh... If you stick a porno mag on the ground in Sons of Liberty, the guys come up and they get on all gross. <laughs> they don't pick it up. They like stick face down, ass up. That's the way they like to read. That's the way they like to read their magazines. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I live. Well, fuck me. <laughs> That's why we're best friends, you and me. Yeah, we are. We are. Also, um, I spent, because I'm immature, Maybe the first time I ever played MGS2, I spent maybe ten minutes in the opening area where you're riding, just slipping on bird shit for fun. So good. <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite thing about riding is flipping up the stairs yeah, and, and fucking totally. up and falling flat on your face. <laughs> and and looks you're like immobilized for two seconds, and he's like, "Oh, oh fuck, why never. did I do that?" <laughs> so many better ways to climb stairs. This was a really stupid idea. It's so fun to watch. I like literally made Ryan do it for like ten minutes oh, straight yeah. the other night. <laughs> but you can do it down the stairs, no problem. Yeah. yeah, down the stairs it's fine. Up the stairs you're fucked. <laughs> so good, man. Can we also talk briefly about your first boss in MGS2 is Olga, who's just like a kick-ass like Russian, you know, special forces lady. Yeah, she's cool. And the colonel or the Russian like Colonel Gorlevsky or whatever the fuck his name was. Lukovich Ryan. God, Thank you. God, loser, get out of here. Um, that's his daughter, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, he didn't kill her. She's pregnant." And it's like, "Well, you didn't kill her, but I pumped her full of like a gallon of tranquilizer, which can't possibly be good for the baby's development." Like, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Like, I still feel bad. Also, she didn't shave her armpits, which I think was pretty progressive. <laughs> Yeah, it's totally cool, man. I love Olga. She's hard. She's, awesome. She doesn't fuck around. Oh! She does not fuck around. So we also... I'm sorry. I'm just, at this point, I'm just randomly naming things that I like. Uh, and <laughs> dogs. And dogs are great. Um, <laughs> giant job. I used to be into them. Don't like them anymore. Too sweet. Warheads. Warheads <laughs> of a jam. Warheads. Got it. Warheads. <laughs> right. Uh, in MGS2, you have to sneak into the compartment in the tanker where Metal Gear Ray is being held so you can take a bunch of goofy like pictures with your disposable Kodak camera. And yeah. uh, you sneak through this meeting that all the military personnel are standing there in these big rooms with huge displays. Oh, and yeah. and like it's awesome. You sneak around, but in one room, there's two screens that are like next to each other and only one is showing the image of like the colonel's speech and then it'll just shut that screen off and turn on the other screen and then the speech will continue and it's like why this there has to be a better way to like why is this happening it's just like an excuse to get everybody to swivel so that you're like oh yeah. right they all switch yeah. yeah well no but you can you can change those yeah i found out today via some youtube video that you can walk up to it and press the action button and uh Actually, you can, like, upload some Japanese girl giggling onto the screen. Yeah, it, like, changes it to, like, you know, in that game, you can find all of those, like, photos of 
like those Japanese models, like you can change it to a video of them and all the guards will like pay attention. But if you change it back, then they all like notice and they see you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what like what the fuck? Man? <laughs> in this game like is so easy to put into boner trance. Like it's incredible. Yeah. Like, you're a highly specialized, like genetically engineered, like military, like mastermind, each and every one of you. But like some titties on, but titties also on the ground, sex like monsters. check it out. Yeah, like they're all the <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, you go and you get into the last room where the colonel's giving the speech and Metal Gear Ray is there, and, like, they just fuck with you because he'll be like, let's all have a stretch. And it's like, do we have to do this? Well, I, like, I'm very obviously, like, up against this wall to your right, and if anybody even looks, like, a third of a degree, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I ruined a good pair of underwear the first time he goes, intruder to the oh, left. Oh, God. <laughs> so scary. Out of nowhere? You know? <laughs> I was just testing your reflexes, and it's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I also didn't understand. Um, there's a scene right after that where Ocelot uh, steals Metal Gear Ray, and he's leaving the ship. He's leaving that room that it's held in, and Metal Gear Ray sucks up all this water and then shoots, like, a really highly, like, pressurized beam of water, which is a real thing, and, like, slices that you know, the wall of the ship open so it can escape. Yeah. When I first saw that, I didn't understand what that was, so I just thought Metal Gear Ray was, like, thirsty and then also had a laser. <laughs> <laughs> He's been eating, you know, chips. Yeah, all like, I didn't get it. That's so awesome. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. Like, I was not, you know, at any point was that water to me. I was like, hey, lasers, and also, like, I guess he just needs a little drink to drink. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. He's human. <laughs> I don't know why, but oh, for some it, reason, that's literally like the funniest thing anyone said all night. I'm like dying over here. <laughs> it's such a cute image. Yeah. Does it's, it's just a little. So, it's so innocent. It, it is. <laughs> just thirsty. Although you should drink salt water. Anybody listening? To God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we've been on this call for about two hours. So I think to, to sum this up. Metal Gear is great, but also ridiculous. And uh, while there are downsides, I think, to the series, overall... Gross. <coughs> yeah, oh. gross. <laughs> really like any woman ever any woman in, uh, in that game. Series. Yeah. Got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it Aside from that, it actually has a ton of redeeming qualities and is probably one of the most, uh, I don't know, like exciting and inventive video game series that have ever existed, really. So. I, I would also, in, clo in closing, I would like to propose, uh, this has been like a two-hour call, um, I propose that we now call every two-hour increment of life one Hideo. <laughs> <laughs> I, this has been a Got one it. Hideo call. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Katie, I hope the... you realize I'm going to elope with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I see why you're married to him. He could he could probably spend like, I don't know, like 20 hours straight. Like you guys could stay up all night oh, you long mean ten be talking about Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, I mean 10 Hideos. It's already caught on. I love it. Well, it works out great because a Hideo is the average length of a Hideo Kojima cutscene and or 
That's also very true. <laughs> like, I'm a little concerned about five. Like, the more we these games fucked. go on, the longer the cutscenes get. And it's going to be like in five, you're literally going to be watching like a two hour movie in between like 20 oh. minute gameplay sequences. Yeah, we're still, a couple we're, quick time scenes. We're so boned because, like, before, the only thing holding him back was like, I can only fit so much bullshit on a disc. And now, like, right, but now you got the PS4. This is Blu ray, so I'm like, we're over. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, also, if you guys are listening and you enjoyed our ridiculousness, uh, maybe after Metal Gear Five comes out, we'll we'll come back and we'll do a recap of of Phantom Pain. I'll just be here on Skype talking about it, and if you guys want to join in at any point, <laughs> that'll be great. I'm gonna stay here for like fifty hideos. <laughs> maybe we'll live stream it so you could laugh along with us in our ridiculousness. Oh, that'd, be that'd be fun. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, video Akash posted in the comments? Please watch too? it immediately. Please watch it immediately. What? Watch it immediately. <laughs> Enjoy that. life. Enjoy life. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it's only two seconds of two minutes and 40. If you want to oh, see the parachuting thing in action on the best possible thing, Go to, two go to 240 of Phantom Pain gameplay video and enjoy life. Enjoy life for one one hundredth of a Hideo. Right. We'll, we'll post oh my this God, oh my God, oh my God, when, when the video comes flying. out. He's flying. Oh my God, there's a flying horse. There he goes with the balloon. <laughs> I don't think I've lived. That know, horse was no, so scared. So and now he's scared. what? He's making coffee back at your house right now? Yeah, exactly. He's working in the latrine. That was so good. Mother, Mother Base so now has a horse. <laughs> That's so important, by the way. It is, yes. <laughs> Thanks for that. I, no, I, I aim wow. Um, you succeed. Wow. You could really please me by somehow changing the main voice actor of the series back to David Hayter, like anytime you want to get on that. David Hayter. Got it. Wow. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's not getting old. I don't think I'm ever going to get tired of that. I just start a new hashtag trend. Yo, or, or, okay. Okay is also an acceptable okay thing to say after your repetition. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, that was our ridiculously long podcast on the Metal Gear Solid series. Join us for future podcasts, where in future episodes I will be talking about uh, at least Mass Effect and Borderlands are coming up on the docket. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. and. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Bitch Team Alpha. And we are also on Facebook under BTA Podcast because, you know, Facebook doesn't really like profanity. And, uh, Son of a bitch. Heck, yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're not listening to us in iTunes, uh, you can also subscribe to us. We are also in iTunes under BTA Podcast. So thanks for listening, everyone. And have a good night. Thank you.